Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> good afternoon, good evening, or how do you do? This is the Simpsons Index, episode 61. Hello there. I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me tonight are my guests, BT. Yes, I am, young man. And Danny Rosewell. Yet to be decided. And thanks, guys, for joining me for another episode of The Simpsons Index, the podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but the catch is each episode comes from a different decade. And starting out tonight, we reviewed an episode from the HD era. It was season 22, episode 18, The Great Simpsina. It was written by Matt Warburton and it was first released in April of 2011. In this episode, Lisa stumbles upon an old magician's house who teaches her how to be a magician. <laughs> All uh, the things he could have taught her. <laughs> So yeah, and they do magician-y things, and then um, there's a rival magician who a bunch of magicians try to kill, but then mm, the magician mm. stops those magicians from killing the magician. Guys, what did you think? Spoilers. Magic, Jeez. magic, magic, magic. Yeah, you, you spoiled the heck out of that one. This is a spoiler podcast. I mean, for me. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. we got to go watch it. Okay. <laughs> no, what'd you guys think? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. It's a strange mix of goodly, badly, badly good. Mm, yeah, I mm. do agree. There's there were some we were all laughed at, and then some lines were just like, "Really? That's not even a joke." I would say that we've had a lot more audible responses than we have in a, a lot of episodes, though. There were verbal ha-has and groaning oohs. Mm, mm. Yep. I feel like the first five minutes really set me off on a weird note. I don't know yep. why they had the peaches and the fifteen other parts of the peach debacle so lisa could go to the, the like old part of town to try and throw them out for some reason despite there being ample bins everywhere and front and get scared by a raccoon that she thought was oscar the grouch and go into an old house god <laughs> how else would we get into an old house that is there the... is no other way <laughs> historically so danny would you say that's the point of the story that stood out to you the most uh, the the peaches intro yes definitely that stood out the most I also kind of wondered why Crass Uncle Minfruk was like, uh, you know, a, a legally succinct parody, whereas every other cameo was clearly the, the real people in cameo form. Um, who's Miss Minor Diggs fucked? No, it was Cross Engel. Oh. <laughs> Minfruk. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fred Hell Satan. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> What the Christ balls are you people talking about? <laughs> He's talking about the, the pal port of Chris Angel that they used in this episode called Craig Demon. All ah, right. But in Australia, it's pronounced Craig. And by the way, the way you fucking Americans spell it, it is spelt Craig. Why do you say Craig? There's no fucking E in it. Gah! Because the A and I's powers combined. Why, why is there an F in cough? English, man. It doesn't There's make no sense. There's no F in cough. I know. What? <laughs> well before we wax philosophical with an f um yeah the peach thing at the start was uh, very unusual it just seemed to be there for like hey we booked jack mcbrayer uh, are yeah. we able to fit him into this episode i'm no. writing a folksy character right now mm. yeah but i did like the peach song <laughs> no it is kind of adorable for shame <laughs> shame i think it's one of those things shame. I know I should feel shame because I don't think it's actually one of those things that's really that funny when you're going through it, <laughs> but it is funny now it's in our head and we're like improvising and making up verses and stuff. Mm -hmm. You you got a sick thrill off the song that never ends when you were a kid, didn't you? 
Didn't you? Hey, that song is high value. No legit. No legit is is a yes, isn't it? That's a yes. Legit. In uh, year three, I managed to start my whole class singing it by just like whisper singing it softly. And then before I knew it, the fucking entire class was singing. I'm like, I did this. And the teacher wasn't too happy about it. So that's how cool I was in primary school. (laughs) BT, what uh, points about the story stood out to you the most? I think the third act kind of comes out of nowhere when all the other musicians, all the other magicians are secretly angry at Chris Demon or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, it didn't Um, build up to that at all. It just kind of, this is third act now. And it's like, it wasn't terrible because we got some good jokes out of the cameos. Yeah. But um, I think that really saved it because if it had just been, here are these people now and they're doing the thing and it would have been, but at least we got some surprisingly surprisingly good lines out of uh, the various magicians that showed up thinking on it it's like oh okay that wasn't established or set up at all no j- just thinking about it i reckon the the link that you could make to him is they heard that he stole this joke off the magician mm. and they're like avenging him yeah there was none of that they were just like we think he's a douchebag and we're <laughs> gonna kill him now they yeah. didn't even know the guy they would have been avenging was alive so yeah. <laughs> no they thought they offed him already as well and is that what they're trying to say yeah, do magicians keep trying to kill each other because that sounds like an amazing movie yeah <laughs> Which I guess I've seen because I've seen the prestige. Yeah. But still, bigger and with more open shirts and flying fans and, and magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, the main point of the story that stood out to me was I actually really liked the relationship between uh, the great Ramondo and Lisa. It's not like there was that great jokey material around it, but I thought they built up the heart of it pretty well. Yeah, I agree. She gets something she's finally good at and is getting attention for. Yeah. Uh, only kind of briefly talks about that as being an angle, but long-time viewers, we know that Lisa doesn't get along well with her classmates, so getting any kind of recognition mm. for anything, mm. she doesn't have to spell it out, we know. No, and absolutely, and rising above someone who, you know, the patriarchy and someone who underestimates her, thinks she could only be an assistant at first. Women are then... only good for throwing knives at. <laughs> yeah, I like, she, she proved herself quickly, and he came around in a sort of begrudging way. I sort of felt like the book was a little, oh, what's the word? Of like a a, a, a blatant sort of let's move the plot forward yeah, a step. Very, yeah, because when she goes into his secret room, and there's just a book with all his secrets lying right there. <laughs> the secret yeah, book yeah. on yeah. the lectern with a little light with shining a little on light it. on it. <laughs> little neon sign secrets. Secrets. <laughs> me. secrets. Yeah, for real. No, but that was a cool point in the story for me because she goes to look at it and goes, no, I mustn't, and turns away and he's and like, he's like, you very good. the test. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Touch nothing but the lamp. Totally. Um, <laughs> that was a good cave of wonders. <laughs> Who knew you had that in your repertoire? <laughs> How often does that come up? Not often enough. So, BT, what jokes about this episode stood out to you? Um, Lisa throws out all her magic stuff, and then it's just oh, yeah. back on the shelf. Yeah. Oh, mm. Magic jokes work great in cartoon yeah. form. You can uh, really yeah. get away with a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I like the one where she's just like despondent looking off into the distance and just yeah. um, effortlessly changing all the things in the cage. Yeah, yeah. from Dob and to Batty. The thing that works Maggie. really well in that in animation is in like a movie or a real life thing like um, Now You See Me where they do magic tricks like but I know this is a movie and it's all staged yeah. and it really loses something whereas in an animation even if they're trying to do it realistically it's still a fucking animation it's not yeah. going to work so yeah. yeah you can get away with her being instantly great at it and all these amazing insane and tricks it's fast enough and not to not be possible and yet it's fast enough and transitions quickly enough that you don't really have time to question it Yeah. yeah. but uh, back on point I think my favourite joke out of the entire episode was Penn and Teller's uh, no 
You talk on stage, I talk off stage. That was the witch's curse. <laughs> <laughs> and then the follow-up to that joke where they're crushed and dying and Penn's like, oh, my ponytail's burnt off. The witch's curse is broken. There was no curse. <laughs> you can be a real jerk sometimes. <laughs> That's extra funny as well because uh, uh, since then, Penn has cut off his uh, ponytail. And, oh, he's wow. all, and Teller has been a real jerk sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we assume. No, I love Penn and Teller. So, play count. Have you seen this episode before tonight? If so, how many times? Zero. The once. I have seen it a few times. You just, you always have to win. One of these days. <laughs> I'm picking an episode we haven't done. I'm just going to like, day and night. <laughs> Pick something from season 29. I just want to win. <laughs> did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? Yes. I think it did. Yeah, no one was off point. Marge was overly motherly in the fact that she wanted to do Peach everything. Although I do have issue with... A line leaving the peach picking place is, I picked them and now I, have to, now I have to pay? What? And then for some reason they have just a shit ton. Yeah. Maybe because they already picked a shit ton, they have to buy them? I, I don't know. I don't, that don't wasn't know really made clear. No, I, I feel like it would have been a better line of, like, I don't know, give us a joke somewhere there. Where yeah. it's like, well, we just discovered that no one actually likes peaches. You folks want them? And they'd be like, yeah, sure, free food. Homer would love that, and then mm. just week after week of nothing but peach-focused food would drive him mad. Well, no, that could have been a long, slow descent to madness mm, montage. I do enjoy a long, slow descent into something. <laughs> well, it's like they were trying to go for that. Pudding, preferably. But yeah, it's like they were trying to go for that with the peaches, but the peach montage consisted of about two scenes, and like there wasn't really enough time to build that up. Yeah, uh, and like as you pointed out, uh, Shag, it's I did. It wasn't like until five minutes in, Lisa finally goes to the magician house, uh, and the credits are still rolling. Yeah, yeah. So um, we've been to the peach picking, gotten tired of peaches, and try- had a wacky scheme to get rid of the peaches, all yep. in the span of credits showing up and a song. And oh yeah, there was the Chinatown and what happened in Chinatown. What happened in Chinatown? Oh, he gave peaches to the bullies, and he was like, here, I've got something for you to throw. That's my Bart, apparently. It's flawless. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Then they're like, hmm, he does have something for for us to throw to Huck. Smash cut. (laughs) Smash cut. It was Bart they were throwing all along. I loved that. It was a good joke. Good misdirect. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, long since Schwartzwald is gone, they feel like the Simpsons are missing that misdirect humor, and that yeah. really landed for me. They did also have another good joke I like there, where they're getting a massage, and Homer's like, ah, masseuses, the half doctors, half hookers, that solve all <laughs> our problems. But that is not inaccurate. No. <laughs> yeah, in terms of feeling like the Simpsons, I think the only thing that was off for me is that, and it wasn't like the character was off, it was just arrogant Homer delivery of lines that weren't that funny. Uh, I thought the most off point point was um lisa just gives away the secret like no, he yeah. doesn't even ask that is not how lisa rolls she, he's just like yeah. oh hi you did that trick really well and she's like let oh don't worry let me tell you everything about yeah. it even though it's water secrecy and i was like at least get some prompting or something you know and she does try and backtrack it a little bit which is like oh you know you don't know what it's like to have boys never talk to you and it's like that's still mm. he didn't even he literally also, didn't even ask lisa's she just had plenty of boy attentions you know Corey or that mm. dude with the log Nelson. or like Nelson, Nelson was even saying in that episode God bring that my Lisa back constantly yeah just I don't know, just at least at the very least have him give some sob story excuse like oh my dad died doing this trick and I never knew what went wrong mm. yeah. less peach time more tortured guilt time yeah and sure and descents into pudding I mean madness 
<laughs> Peach madness. Sweet, delicious, mm. custard-flavoured madness. Mm. <laughs> so, speaking of that, let's talk about the wackiness. So, yeah, all the magic tricks, yeah, as we were saying, it sort of happens too fast for you to even go, ah, oh, whatever, it's a cartoon. Yep. But I will say, I didn't like the decapitated routine at the very end. Really? I thought it was okay from everything. That was a, real, a realistic trick. Explainable by the fact that it was Lisa on stilts all along. <laughs> Piece of cake. <laughs> That's the easiest one. That used to be how I enter a room. <laughs> Head first. It got really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> got to buy a, like a hire an assistant and mm, just, just to walk into a room. And so the the mannequin puppet head really got to you, but transforming Bart's head into Millhouse's head, nothing. <laughs> now, Trans- least flying around the room. The fact that she's still a magician at the end of this episode. Oh, yeah. oh, Teller's ball of laser. Te- te- <laughs> Teller- he can do that. <laughs> oh. Have you ever seen a Penn and Teller show? Oh, he can do that. <laughs> yeah, he probably can. It's not really wacky, but I do actually quite liked it as a joke is when Chris Aim, uh, House Angel. Craig Chris, Demon. Craig Angel Fire was all. <laughs> like, At GeoCities. I've got your phone number tattooed on my butt. In oh, fact, yeah. it's tattooed on everyone's butts, and everyone checks, and they've all got the same thong. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed at that. It was like <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was going to be funny, but the fact that, yeah, men and women all wearing cheese strings was actually pretty funny. Bright green bangers. Yeah. <laughs> I quite like that his wild magic trick where he descends into hell mm. was doing the fucking the the stair the gag the in the camera yeah <laughs> beautiful <laughs> so what do you guys think of the craig demon character anyway craig demon um, uh you're pronouncing it wrong i know let's just get past it and yeah. call him krang yeah. <laughs> krang demon yep was okay uh what about his character um he could have been more obnoxious yeah <laughs> Uh-huh. He, he was actually a lot less douchier than the real Chris Angel. I will say they did kind of eventually get there where we see Lisa do the milk can trick and it's very simple in the setup. Then you see Krang do the uh, milk and it's like a mirrored milk tank and it's yeah, you know, yeah. got all this Rolls in on ridiculous his milk overdone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, With a bit of Kellis playing in the background. Is that who that is? Yeah. He knows how to be an antagonist. Yeah, exactly. So that at that point it was good to contrast... You know, this is the traditional how-to-do magic, and this is his ridiculous douchebaggery magic. I felt like they could have made a stronger effort of the great Ramondo actually having a problem with it, because it seemed like he just mostly ignored him. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, this guy's a jerk, but it's also past my heyday, so what do yeah. I know? Yeah. I think, like, he got really upset and he pointed at Chris Angel on TV, Krang, Kodos, oh, whatever. And it really felt like he was just going, look at the kids of today, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. He's grandpa, look at the youth of today in their skimpy G-string outfits they're all wearing and tattoos the same girl's number didn't really feel like he was he should have been this guy's stolen all these tricks from da 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 this is the trick from from sean this is the trick from pennon this is the trick from teller this is the yeah it would have been better if the guy was yeah stealing tricks which would make a lot more sense when he steals his trick and it would give everyone a much better reason for wanting to kill him because they're just like oh he's just a jerk and we're gonna murder him now i was like really yeah it's so bizarre like boom Episode solved. That, yep. Yeah, that there isn't that connection. It feels like a very first draft mistake to me. But what about the heart of the episode? Um, you know, we talked about how Lisa feels like the relationship between Lisa and the great revealer. I can't remember his name. Um, <laughs> that guy ra- Rabbi. Anyway, I do like their relationship, and it did feel you know, a little, little heartfelt when he was betrayed and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, the other problems in the plot that we were just talking about, it loses a bit of an impact on that. Yeah. Raimondo. Ronaldo? Raimondo. 
But just thinking about the heart, it's like the episode was trying to do a few too many things. Like he was initially like pretty sexist about Lisa wanting to be a magician and then, you know, very secretive about the Houdini trick and then trusting her with it. But it's like they didn't ever lean into any of these moments hard Mm. enough for you to feel them enough. Yeah, because they carried through the sexist thing. That could have been interesting. Mm. And she turns him around not only on women, but also the youth of today. Yeah, absolutely. I I love the youth of today, he says with his cap backwards as he does a kickflip. (laughs) Cowabunga, fellow kids. Oh my God, there was a fucking turn to camera Icarumba moment in this. Oh, there there? was. Fucking, yeah, Lisa doing the scissors bit, hitting them out of Bart's mouth. This was a big down point where Bart's upside down. He goes, Icarumba. And he's like, why was I doing this again? Yeah, that that is weak. It's like, and yeah, when he was shaking, where's my pot of gold? So that's what I'm talking about, the arrogant Momo Homer moments. It's like the writers getting bored of the joke, you know? And I want to try and say Homer moments for a bit. Homer moments. Homer moments. Homer moments. It's like maybe baby. (laughs) Maybe baby. Homer moments. (laughs) Sorry, what were you saying, buddy? Homer saying, why was I doing this again? is mm. the writers getting bored with that bit, saying, yep, yeah, fuck it, let's yeah, move we need, on. We need that to transition out of yeah. it, so... That's lunch. Who wants pad thai? Ooh. Yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Yeah, if it's on. I think there's enough chucks, chucks, chuckles to get out of it. I got stuck That's what be- we call chuckles in Australia. I got... Be- chucks, ch- mate. I got caught between chuckles and yucks. Yeah. And I just got yeah. chucks. Yeah, you can be extra Australian, throw the Y that chucks, mate. Yeah. But yeah, I... Which I would- is a, a very good brand of dishcloth. Please sponsor us. <laughs> the Simpsons Index, sponsored by Chucks. When you need to wipe up the bar from watching a terrible episode, use Chucks. Did you puke in your mouth a little and it run down on the floor? Chucks. Use Chucks. Sorry, you were saying. Yeah, I was saying. Oh, yeah, no, I'd watch this one again. It, it's If it's on, I'm not going to seek it out at all. But, I feel um, like, it. for me, I think... It depends when it comes on. Yeah, if I missed I the first ad break and like peaches are gone and it's just like magic wizard duel, I'm down with that shit, man. Wizard battle all the way. Always down for a good wizard battle. Yeah. 110. If I'm in a mood not to take an episode seriously, definitely. This is this is prime hangover sort of this Simpsons. Prime hangover. It's on a plane. You've got to yep. do something with your hands, but you want something on in the background. Yeah, man. I, but I feel like it. if I if I turn on the TV and it's like one, two, peaches for you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going back. I'm running screaming through the plate glass and leaving a Dan-shaped hole. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> with all that blood left over from the glass, you could use a Chucks to clean it up. Ooh. Chucks and warm water. Great for blood. <laughs> so if you're watching it again, what playlist does this belong in? Uh, Magic, put it with the one, the grifting one. Ah, yeah, good call, good call. Uh, also the one with the mentalist. I can't remember which episode that happens is, but, you know, the Long Island Ice Tea for uh, Marge. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, I think it's the same episode <laughs> as the grifting episode. Yeah, it is too. Yes. Yay, they were separated in my brain. <laughs> uh, one where they find old relics of a bygone era, like oh, yeah. cowboy yeah. actor guy or... um. Ooh, one with uh, secret door switches that like open up things like the super fun happy slide. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Lisa having different hobbies. Like, yeah, they don't come up often. But yeah, I'm trying totally. to think some other ones. I can only think of the one where she uh, becomes a cruciverbalist. Cruciverbalist. Someone who likes crosswords. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. All the wow. spelling bee. Yep. Cruciverbalist. <laughs> I learned it from that very episode. <laughs> Danny, tell me. I will. What would you change about this episode? <laughs> wow, he was gonna... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you right? shit. You want some water? You want some beer? I might take a moment. You want a peach? Do you need a chucks? <laughs> That's what I'd change. 
That's what I'd change. One, Chris Angel needs to have a link to Ronaldo, Raimondo. Yep. We established really well that Ronaldo, knowing that he was stealing and but being like unable to prove it or unable to call would him out, would be great. Or like if um he'd tried to call him out in the past and like been laughed off stage, and that's yeah. why he's a recluse or something. Even better. Amazing. That's got that's got the thumps. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, <gasps> ah, instead of peach nonsense in regalia, um, nonsense. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Episode starts off in sepia tone in the past, where Reynaldo is like young, thirties magician doing the child. Look at me, boys. Yeah, on the thing, and something goes horribly wrong. And <laughs> like Chris Angel with the moustache, with like the, the train thief moustache. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I am stealing your tricks now. Yes. <laughs> and we like montage to Ronaldo being like a bum with a, on the side. And then like, perfect. Okay, this is much better. I'm loving every second of it now. There's a rivalry has been established. And BT, what would you change about this episode? Yeah, I would definitely have a different reason for Lisa to be in the weird part of town where she bumps into Ronaldo. Because if you're trying to get rid of peaches, why are you even there? It makes no sense. Yeah. If you had to have your goddamn peach bit because you booked What's-His-Face yeah. and he's already written the song and is really excited and has those puppy dog <laughs> eyes. You're not going to cancel my bit, are yeah. you? <laughs> How could you stare at Jack McBriar and his chinless face and tell him no? I'd close my eyes. Um, <laughs> but no, cut the whole bit with Bart trying to get rid of the peaches. Have Lisa yep. going, I'm trying to give these away and as a vegetarian and a, and a moral person, I can't waste food, so I'm not just going to throw them out. As he keeps going to place, to place, to place, trying to get rid of them. And can't get rid of the peaches, and uh, finally ends up in the weird part of town for that uh, reason. You you feel like you have yeah. either you have to pick my hands up. No, my hands up. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, teacher, pick me. I'm oh so smart. You're in the back because <laughs> I was thinking that still doesn't tie into the next segment. So mm. she's like throwing the peaches in the bin. Then she looks in the bin; it's empty, and her tray still has peaches in it. She throws them in again. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> also, at the end, she pulls Chris Angel drowned out of the fucking milk tray, yeah. and she's like, "Wait a second. She pulls the mask off, and it's like it's the janitor from the abandoned amusement park. Finally, we come around." To Scooby-Doo. Uh, all right. Uh, that felt all better. Right, all right. Yeah. You're really good at rewriting these episodes, man. <laughs> oh, it makes so much more sense now. <laughs> uh, was that... Uh, uh, just mainly just that, and Ty Krang into the other magicians who are then trying to kill him at the end, or just mm, yeah, give him mm. more with Ronaldo, or have a long history of theft, but he gets away with it because his shows are more flashy and people tend to go to them more. Yeah. Yeah, that's a much better... That's a better episode. The other thing is that Penn and Teller and... The guy with the beard and the cards mm -hmm. and David Copperfield. Well, this leads perfectly into the next question. What guest stars were in this episode? Oh, oh, I know this one. Oh, teacher <laughs> Pickle. Tannen Pella. Tannen uh, Pella. Sean David Penn. Silver. <laughs> Man with beard. Man with beard. It was Penn and Teller, David Copperfield, Ricky Jay, and playing the great Ramondo, Martin Landau. I don't Landau, know who that is. Really? Yeah. The the one and only. They were introduced as people that hated Chris Angel and Chris Angel's such a bad guy and we all hate him and we want to see him die and in a way that makes them the the good guys except for the, the murder thing mm. yeah and then suddenly they're the bad guys and we have to save Chris Angel and then the, there's this weird sort of like flip there that doesn't feel like he learns any comeuppance and why are they suddenly bad guys for hating the th um not yeah. uh, for the murder of course but they still hate him and yeah, our hero would, hates them why would you not have them be on the right side because they both hate him actually this whole thing starts um krang is stuck in the milk tank ronaldo is all like 
eh, fuck him, and kind of goes to take a nap or something, and only then do the other magicians show up, and then they fight, and then he lets him out of the tank. So we've mm. had our protagonists go, it's cool, this guy can die, it's fine. And then it's revealed that, wait, no, these other bad guys want him to die, so now killing him now is a bad idea. save him, yeah. And yeah, they have different reasons, because they're the ones who tried to kill him, and Ronaldo is all like... You know, a magician doesn't want to be saved. They're the mirror. Yeah. Look how ugly you are when you try to kill Krang. You don't want to be these guys, do you? Like, R- uh, Ronaldo only gave a shit when uh, Lisa tried to save <gasps> Krang. In fact, damn it, it was Ronaldo that was like, no, don't save him. Then it was Ronaldo that said, yeah, let's do save him. Mm-hmm. It's like Indiana Jones and Raiders. He couldn't have... Been, we didn't need... We don't need those cameos at all. Nope. No. Exactly. We, don't, we don't need the peaches. We don't need the cameos <gasps> bit. Yeah, look, the guest stars for this episode, though, I loved all of David Copperfield's lines. And especially for someone who is like... You stole all my sexiest moves, like (laughs) this one. Oh, yeah. To show you I'm serious, I'm going to unbutton a shirt and turn turn on the fan. And then, (laughs) boom, bump into the air like a vampire. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, for someone who does come off as a bit pretentious, like, it's always refreshing to hear them take the piss a bit. Yeah, that and his cameo in Scrubs do the same thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he's got a good one where JD's just freaking out. It's like, oh, I suppose you want to see some magic. And he shows him into JD's all, ah, ha, ha, ha. He's like, ooh, wow, whoop de doo magic. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a really good cameo. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. With that, all that flamboyance is way more uh, appetizing when you know, yeah, it's just a stage show. It's just a thing I do. I don't really yeah. care that people could see my rippling chest hair. <laughs> I just know it's a big showy thing. But um, yeah, look, and Martin Landau, I thought he was good. I mean, fucking, he's a top actor <laughs> just it's almost like it'd be a surprise if he didn't sell the moments but yeah i felt like his deliveries especially when like lisa had betrayed him they're watching it on tv and he's just get out like yeah ooh, mm. tingles man all right well musical moments of this episode there was uh, a few montages really mm. there was the fucking peach song and it's actual title as well <laughs> yeah jack mcbrayer's fucking peach song <laughs> yeah there was the montage song with uh black magic uh, and oh, yeah. that was done with uh, lisa doing her little montages with i liked that a call back to jimbo's boldness mm-hmm. and the pill giving Ramondo his pill and doing the yeah, yeah. three card thing and yeah then he sort of dies dies a for a bit. moment a little yep. bit <laughs> And the the wedgie trick, and then the very quick visual cut to Nelson then having that like was made great. a blanket yeah. out of all the underwear. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was sad and pathetic, but perfect. Well, again, they didn't Poignant. they didn't stop and go. Ah, well, jokes on you. I have all this underwear I can turn into a blanket now and sleep warm at night. I'm sad. <laughs> that would have sucked in like a half second visual. Yeah, and it was funny. Yeah. Ah, the other Nelson half second visual where. Bart's pouring out his lunchbox, it's all peaches, and then Nelson pours his out. It's like a cod head, a playing card, and one of his mum's G-bangers. Yeah, <laughs> a lot, lot, of, lot of thong under- underwear in this episode. He doesn't get good lunches often. Remember that yeah. time? He was like, well, what have you got? Drywall. Oh, <laughs> dude. <coughs> Should have traded with Bart. He's always chewing on the drywall. <laughs> I, I personally Bart. didn't like the pill bit. I'm sorry. Did you like say you liked the pill bit? I, I thought it unfolded all right, and in the context of the montage, it was fine. Oh yeah, in the in, in montage speed, it was it was cool. I just, I don't know, man. Like the the pill disappearing thing was cool, and then of course he's dead straight away, and then immediately she, revived. Immediately revived. She puts the thing in, goes chomp chomp chomp, and back to normal. Maybe it'd be better if he just sort of like clutched his stomach or something, and was like, "Come on, hurry yeah, it up." Yeah, because like it felt too much like a shtick bit. I thought or, it was gonna be a fake out. If he was faking, and then they both like click, like, ah! oh, and he, open, and he opens his <laughs> mouth, and the pills on the his pills tongue. The pills already there. Yes. 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 Woo! We did it. 
we're fixing this episode. I'm actually well, liking this episode episode more as we're fixing it. <laughs> then, <laughs> but in, that's not the, the episode <laughs> that happens. <laughs> in the next montage, he's just like out his sleeve, and there's just like pills everywhere. Yeah. Pills, 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 pills. What's in my hat? Could it be pills? <laughs> <laughs> She's looking under the other two cups. It's just like vroom, pills, just like pouring out. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't uh, not many musical moments. Oh, and the Keller song, the 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 milkshake, and oh yes. My I can't remember what it brings to the yard. The boys. Uh. All of them. I do like the version of um, my milkshake brings all the bees to the car. I spilled <laughs> milk all over my car. Bees are inside of my car. <laughs> I could die. I'm allergic to bees. <laughs> I really like that one. That's excellent. And um, the other one, which is just an uh, Instagram shot of like a girl's hand holding a milkshake in the eyes, like, Milkshake, check. Yard, check. Waiting on the boys. <laughs> now we play the waiting <laughs> yeah, <pretty> game. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. BT, what are your final notes? Uh, have you ever tried to get a laser shoot on a bird? <laughs> uh, that was good. What was the follow-up line? <laughs> ah, you, you put its pants on, it takes its jacket <laughs> off, and on and on. <laughs> and it goes on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, it's a really weird joke in the very beginning where... Lisa's like, oh, you know, a southern gentleman. We only hear about their accents on NPR. And he's like, well, the only NPR we get here is National Public Radio. Like, yeah. yeah. What else are you supposed to be referencing that? It feels like he was expecting their NPR to be something good. Yeah, it was just, it was like yeah. a non-joke. And NPR is good. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we uh, don't have NPR here. I don't know what, what how you would You know can get it on with. Apple Podcasts. Same place you can get The Simpsons Index. Yeah, but surely you'd be listening to something good like The Simpsons Index. Of course. I will reiterate, I like NPR because I really like the NPR voice, which is all just... Oh, yeah. Here. Yeah, fair enough. And I like there's a distinct voice that goes with it. So did you have any other notes before? Oh, uh, yeah. Really stupid bit when... Uh, the guy's caught in the milk jug. His son's all like, Dad, don't die, and does nothing. Yeah. And then Lisa goes, oh my God, we have to help him, and does nothing. Just turns to reveal or whatever his fucking name is. You'd Ronaldo. Worst come to worst, wouldn't they actually have keys to those lock pad padlocks? Yeah, uh, there's yeah. got to be backups in place and, you know, uh, safety people on the side of these stages and all that. Not these stages. Yeah. These are I mean, real magic. After all, this is the World Magic Championships. Like, that made me angry. Was it a World Magic Championship? Because there was definitely no, like, competitiveness there. I was there. Was it? it didn't, so... He said it was a championship, but... Uh, it, no, uh, that's right, he does. He said, I'll be unveiling this trick at the World Wizard Champion Spook Fest. Yeah. Wow. But then that explains why everyone else was there. But the setup for that looked I thought it was just his show when we get there. Yeah. The I, setup, I love the way that he goes, Sup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be a douche in one syllable. Yeah. Yeah, just shat me that there are two people, especially his son, who's like, Oh no, he needs help. Someone else help him. <laughs> yeah, and we just cut away from that. Let him drown for about five minutes while yeah. we have this big magic. Uh, I fight. like how home gets caught in a net and takes a nap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he takes the shoes off. Can anyone point out to me why he took the shoes off? I it, sleeping is more comfortable with the shoes off. It's oh, yeah. Oh, and then he pats up. him on the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. It's called uh, affection, Danny. Or he should have like done the cloth thing, and then he's the, the cloth is inside the net. He's got a blanket on. Oh, <laughs> that'd be cool. That's adorable. All right, so it's time for Elliot's quick fire notes. Um, I like during the peach <laughs> montage how all the kids were using the peach and like making a snowfield out of it. <laughs> I thought that was a really good visual. 
Quick fire. Um, (laughs) That's what we're doing here. Uh, I just like the idea of breaking bad news to someone in the middle of a massage. I took the advice from Marge previously to give someone a big dinner when I had bad news. Mm -hmm. And now every time I'm taking you guys for a massage, (laughs) now I'm about to drop some uh, horrible truth bomb onto you. That's going to really work as a catch-22 because every time you invite me to a massage, I'm going to get tense. (laughs) Was the horrible news... When you come back, all the peaches will be gone. Yeah. But I do like he just rolled it in. It's like, ah, so relaxing when you get home, yeah. all the peaches will be gone. <laughs> yeah. I quite liked when she went to the ma- massages, how she was like, I can enjoy my massage and make sure you don't enjoy it too much. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a really good March sexy. line. <laughs> sexy massages. But not too sexy. Not too sexy. I hated that Lisa even referenced Sesame Street in this. <laughs> that is like <laughs> super dumb of her. Yeah, she doesn't care for Sesame Street. Well, well, I bet Oscar the Grouch is under here. Yeah, oh, it's it a rabbit like, raccoon. Ooh, yeah. this, this, this neighborhood's pretty scary. It's reminding me of Sesame Street. It's like, do you have a different version of Sesame Street? I yeah. don't think you can make a reference unless there's a point to it, unless there's a punchline. Yeah, yeah. That was a reference without a joke behind it. No, and it makes Lisa look dumb. That And as well, if there was a shaking trash can, you don't fucking open it thinking, oh, I think there's a Muppet in there. Like, especially not Lisa. A history of cobwebs. I like a good book joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked his crystal ball phone as well. That was a super dumb joke. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I liked that one. Uh, what do you guys think of the Chimpopo, the monkey who got his own car dealership? Uh, it just took too long to get there. Yeah. Like, it would have been a good quick slap joke, but it was just, it took about a minute. Yeah, I, I feel guilty laughing at it, but still, like... That wasn't a bad bit. It just rolled on for so long. Yeah. Like, oh, you should be happy to be compared to that monkey. That monkey went on to get 18 dealerships. If you bought a Chrysler in the mid... And see, I'm already bored. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Homer once again calling the boat store. Like <laughs> That's been a weird uh, thing that comes up. To- yeah, I have mixed feelings on that. I was like, who, boat store? What do you mean, dial tone? Like, I like that, but also I don't. It wasn't in the right place. Mm, it wasn't earned. Mm. Mm. Whereas the other one's like, hello, Coast Guard, get ready to look for my body. Yeah, that, that was, was a, good a great bit. one. In Adventure Time, there's a great part where Ice King does a prank call to the, the banana guards to try and get them to crash the party, mm-hmm. and they don't believe yeah. him. So he's like, goes through like 15 characters trying <laughs> <That's> to, <right. laughs> hello, I'm, yeah. I'm here to order pizza. Oh, hi, it's Billy the pizza guy. Oh, uh, let me see if I've got any change. Uh, let me ask my brother Tom. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. And he's got a different <laughs> hat for each one. He's swapping um, the hats. Yeah, Banana yeah. guards don't know. They're on the fucking phone. Like, yeah. it's, how he, it's how he keeps track. Yeah. And you don't need any of that. Um, And that's why that one was funny and this mm. one wasn't. Because yeah. I don't think he upped the ante enough for it to be deserved with the dial tone punchline. Yeah. So, sure. If I just kept on talking and talking and talking, then eventually turns out that I wasn't being recorded all along. It's way funnier. <laughs> yeah, isn't that line on the laptop supposed to be moving? Oh. <laughs> Ooh, uh-oh. Looks like we're going to have to start again. No. <laughs> I like how that was a joke for literally no one, because we all knew it wasn't true, and listeners are obviously listening to it. <laughs> Nobody was fooled by that. Well done, <sighs> me, you stupid bastard. Oh, that's great. I liked Lisa's line, why has there got to be a Denver version of everything? <laughs> yeah. That just, that was just funny to me. In that bit where Homer was caught up in the net before he had his net, where he had that fantasy of Ramondo goes, what if someone stole one of your ideas? And it's Homer's idea <laughs> of Flanders. A peanut butter and pretzel sandwich, not even stupid Flanders like me could cut, or whatever it was. I uh, thought that was a really funny Flanders yeah, fantasy. Yeah, that, that got me. That's just another one like the to find out where Flanders is. I've got to think like Flanders. I'm a big, dumb, lame-o. Like, just oh, the same me. stupid green <laughs> Springfield River. 
<laughs> like, yeah. yeah Just, it still gets me. Second time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked the line where Wiggum was uh, directing uh, illusionists to the left, you know, magicians to the right, and mentalists, uh, you know where to go. Yeah. Straight that- to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mentalist. <laughs> There was a stupid wig and Lou corner again, playing with the cartoon version of magic where all his body parts were swapped around. Yep, yeah, but yep, didn't drag yep. on too long. So. Not too long, but they were still doing the fucking petty but relationship. Ever since, yeah, ever since thing. we started noticing them, they just they pop yeah. up and it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, the little magician's room didn't hit for me. Swing and a miss. Um, I actually kind of like mostly because I was not expecting it in the slightest. Where he says that, and then there's a room full of little magicians. I wasn't, but then when he does go in, it's like woof. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. A little too, a little too obby. Look, some of us just want a little magic in our lives. Oh. I get it. <laughs> I don't. And now the final thing I'll talk about before we rank this thing is another drop plot line. The whole thing with his wife Esther, like mm, that yeah. felt like an abandoned thing where the, he just sort of peppered it in. You know, a bit of up style Disney's Pixar's up style sadness. Yeah. Like especially because it's it's the final note of the episode, and so it kind of felt it would have worked if it yeah had a bit more gravity to it. Yeah. By the time we get to that final little bit, it's I've kind of half forgotten that was a thing. Yeah. 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 Wasn't terrible, but one great. But then the ether thing afterwards. Yeah. All about the ether. Yeah, that that was lame to me. Like Yeah, I think if they'd done one puff and gone straight to dancing, that would have been sort of a bittersweet note to end on. Because yeah. you're not making it into a joke. Then it's mm. just a poignant sort of yeah, because as it stands, because he takes a half and then another one, it's like, he's a drug addict. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe they felt it was too ambiguous about whether she was real or not, you know? We've got to spell it out that she's not real. She's not in. real. And it's sad because I think the episode had a high note to end on, which was uh, him going, I believe the expression is, ta-da. Yeah. Calling back yeah. to Lisa's line before. It was great. And that was a really classy way to end the magic trick both times with them really like understating behind kind of, Oh, isn't that jolly good? Jolly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a member of this audience. I'm so impressed with whatever you fellows are watching. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. I think it is time to rank this thing. Magically. Ooh. Poof. <laughs> it's weird when you like get, make the sound effects for your own farts. <laughs> Mine sound like depressed ducks these days. <laughs> 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 All right, all right. What's the point? Bread? uh, (laughs) Bread, same as yesterday. stale, too. (laughs) (laughs) On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. But maybe if the episode was meh, you give it participant. But for the good rankings, you got bronze, great, silver, excellent, gold. But for the best, of the very best, the ones that make you do things in your pants, you give those episodes cubic zirconia. And now allow me to go first. I want to show you how it is done. How's it done? I'm giving this one a bronze. There's good moments in this episode, and I'm not mad or anything. And there's obviously things that we can fix up and do better, but ultimately, I think it's still good. BT? I'm a little conflicted because my guts were on bronze when we first sat down. We've since written a better episode. So True. I'm going to say it's got some good jokes that I really liked. It's just a little weak on the plot. So, uh, Danny, could you lean a little closer? I think there's something behind your ear. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a bronze. Ooh. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Get out. <laughs> Danny, what are you going to pull out of your hat? It's the skeleton of a rabbit. Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, that one. Mm. That's why I'm, I'm not even 100% convinced on my own bronze at this point, even though I came out of your ear. I mean, I suppose <laughs> if I put it there late, earlier for this joke, I should have. Yeah. You will find a gold medal somewhere on you later. <laughs> not for this episode, I won't. No, you won't. I think you're all right. It is a bronze episode through and through. 
there were things that I liked. I wouldn't say they were amazing, but they were more memorable than a participant. To me, I, I don't remember the details of any of the participants we watched. Um, mm. yeah. Basically, they <laughs> happen, they get, and then they're gone. All right. Well, that'll be a unanimous bronze all around. Not not too bad a ranking. It'll join other such unanimous bronzes as Season 1's Homer's Night Out and Take My Wife's Lees, The Hell's Angels, oh, Homer's yeah. Motorcycle Club, Dude Where's My Ranch, where they go to a dude ranch. I think this is actually very much on par with Dude Where's My Ranch. All right. Now let's go to the teens <gasps> era and let's talk about a bit of a controversial episode. <gasps> oh, my. This has its defenders and it has its detractors. Which one are you? Oh, I, I am on a fence. Uh, it, it is not a comfortable fence. I've got to fall either side the of it. Position of the true critic. You agnostic. <laughs> Sitting on life's uncomfortable fence. All right, we're going to be doing Homer versus Dignity. We'll be coming back soon. Dignity, Luann. Back and we just watched season twelve, episode five, Homer versus Dignity. This episode was written by Rob Lezebnik, and it was first released in November of Ort. In this episode, needing some extra money, Homer becomes employed as Monty Burns's personal prank monkey, and he does a bunch of things to humiliate himself, all for some sweet, sweet ill-gotten money, and stuff happens. Guys, what'd you think? Didn't mind it. Didn't mind it. Yeah. First two acts, yep. Third, like halfway through second, third, just just dive bomb for me. Yeah. Yeah, this episode got hijacked or something. Somewhere in between, it just nosedived. <laughs> yeah, because Homer employed as Prank Monkey, great. Loved yeah. everything. Yeah, Loved the definitely. lead into that. But then it tries to shove you into some morals and some other stuff and some panda love, which we'll get to. <laughs> and it, it really... It mm. feels like the writers went, you know what? This Prank Monkey thing's actually really funny. No one's gonna get upset about this. We have we have to we have, we to have do a something. free ticket to write anything we want, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, we'll start out with the questionnaire, and we'll try and get to the bottom of whether or not this is a good episode or not. Because yeah. to if yeah. you're asking me that question now, I don't know how to answer yeah, it. Well, let's get my analysis shovel. BT, for better or worse, what are some of the jokes that stood out to you? Weird thing, there's a New Mexico? The Simpsons did it. Yeah. That, it's been done before, I'm sure. That was Pretty sure Homer said it. Mm. There was some phenomenally great Mr. Burns parts in the beginning. My personal favourite out of this episode is where he walks to the vending machine. He goes, I'll have two pounds of saltwater taffy, please. <laughs> oh, and don't rub it too tightly. I'm hungry now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You've made a powerful enemy today, my friend. I wrote it down because it was so specific. I believe it was Bristol's toffee. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> but either, so what, that works. <laughs> uh, it works. So it's just a great little Mr. Burnsian moment. Uh, ooh, and he's so ca- happy as well. Ooh, a cafetorium. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, for better or worse, what jokes from this episode stood out here? It was definitely all the first half. Although I did quite enjoy the cut to Malibu Stacy, mu- the musical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that went exactly the way I expected it to go. Sold separately, just such a touching oh, song. It was powerful. And yet it's such an indictment of all those two-bit musicals, yeah. the off-Broadway nonsense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, just to knock off that question, that was pretty well the only musical moment in this episode. Uh, uh, we also sold said, they're getting away. <laughs> <laughs> Stop them, Kelly May. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they had sold separately. I felt like um, the the best of the joke happened in the first half of it, and then it yep. sort of felt like it was dragging as the song was reaching its climax. 
Yeah, it was it was fine. I, I don't think it, it was fine. It, it didn't feel like it went on too. It long. was doing the cliched climax, you know. So it, yeah. Uh, yeah. which is drawn out, and you, the the point is being drawn out. I suppose it wasn't that bad, but well, it, it was funny seeing like them posing as the yeah. dolls and yeah, it was it was a cutaway where you knew the cutaway was the joke, not that they were leading yeah. to a punchline at the end. You knew it was going to be the big yeah showy musical crescendo which uh, i didn't really like that setup at uh, mr burns go he doesn't even know the meaning of the word gay smash cut two yeah yeah they could have worked that in better they had the they had the theater up their sleeve already they're yeah. just waiting for the right cut yeah and yeah the note that it ended on there's some guy in the crowd this is better than a movie why uh, yeah for better or worse what joke stood out to me well definitely lenny getting pudding in his eye <laughs> yeah his yeah. doctor said not to get pudding in it <laughs> are you mad that's Carl, <laughs> I do love that as a follow-up. Come yeah. here, you dear man. Takes him to the eyewash station. Yeah. The funny thing is, like when I first saw this episode years ago, I didn't know like eyewash stations were a thing, yeah. and I thought that just existed purely For just pudding-related incidents. Yeah, yeah. I, I still feel it might. Yeah. I mean, I think I actually kind of think I did the same thing on the first viewing of that. Yeah. But have since learned that no chemicals are a thing. No, in yeah, eyewash stations, especially in, in the lunchroom, oh, yeah. though. Hey, man, Homer gets a nuclear rod down his back every single week. Yeah, they, they travel and. Sometimes they get in your eye. Yeah. And yeah, when they bring the Lenny joke back at the end with the fish guts, I think that's the mm -hmm. only part of the fish guts thing that I liked. Just, yes. just seeing Lenny go, oh, the doctor said I can take this patch off for at least an hour a day. It's just time to see Sandy Claus. <laughs> five minutes. Oh, he has five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. And he gets fish guts in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Santa, I like, why? Oh, I like Tiny Tim getting splattered as well. Like, <laughs> he was so clearly set up to fail, yeah, you know? Yeah. Oh, I felt bad for little, little Timmy. <laughs> It was just, oh, this was your day out. <laughs> yeah. Well, for better or worse, Danny, what story points stood out to you? Uh, let's start with worse. Uh, this is another one where I wanted to cut the intro. Thankfully, it, it didn't feel as chunky as the first one we watched. Yep. But the whole Bart gets an A bit. Mm -hmm. Fuck off. Who cares? <laughs> it's got nothing to do with anything. Uh, it's just... Uh, uh, I disagree. Prepare to cross swords. Challenge. <laughs> Ooh. Bart's first A was yep. to show them being out at dinner, yep. which was to show that they were poor, which was why he had to become the prank monkey. It's set up to show that they have no money. So not only do they run out on the um, meal, yep. and yep. they also, yep. on the drive home, they're out of gas, and the yep. back seat's been yep. sold. So that tells you completely that they are desperate. Yep, but the yeah. actual, f uh, I get from the point where the actual first A itself and the whole material around Edna and Skinner doing it and Bart memorizing the planets yeah, as a means to distract planets. himself. Let's do it on Martin's so, desk. <laughs> and then there's the mariachi band. And that point I hated. I love it just because for Homer's blue Spanish eyes bit. You, you like a good Homer song, do, don't you? I really do. Like, what's the song when he sings when he's an if opera singer? If ever I would leave if you. It's or, beautiful. Is that all there is? That part I don't like. God, you're fickle. <laughs> I'm very specific. That's the exact same bit. That's no. the same voice. No, I disagree. Blue same Spanish bit. eyes. But they're like, sing that, that wacky song. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they're like, sing that wacky song. It's like, that's not all wacky. What's wrong with you? What's it was a wrong? weird cut in that episode. But uh, story points that stood out for me was definitely the turn with the panda. Mm. Yep. Yeah, um, everything... Let's just peel this one off now. As soon as we go to the Lindy Hop, this one goes downhill for me. So yeah, Mr. Burns gets home to dress up as a panda and yep. dance around as the as Do the, the Lindy new... Hop. Have to do the Lindy Hop. That's the important part of the bit. Yeah, That's and that it. joke I kind of liked because it was... Yep. Uh, I give Mr. Burns oldism. Yeah, yep. and he was all like 23 skidoo, 24. 24 25. <laughs> yeah. And all the crowd was just like, look, he's doing the Lindy Hop. Oh yes, indeed he is. 
Pandas do that all the time. Yeah, but the bit where they're like, oh, she's getting a bit frisky, we'll calm her down, and it's just like a minute of the electro programming yeah, joke. Yeah, like even if that was funny, that goes on way too long. And this is uh, weird, because normally we're complaining about Jerkass, Homer, but this is like, oh my god, this guy's being tortured right now. Yeah, yeah. I would have expected them to use a trank gun and him to just kind of get zonked out. Yeah, how is electricity even calm you down? That's... Surely the tranquilizer gun is the, the standard bit here, again, yep. in the bear suit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, the whole thing with the male bull panda, like, that could have been fine if Homer escaped. He didn't. No, he got he, raped. He dragged back nails out. It was, Many oh. times as well. Which, you know, uh, if you've ever, if you know anything about nature, you know that's wrong, because pandas don't fuck. No. <laughs> they're huh. asexual, bamboo-eating dipshits to, to quote cracked their nature's loser yeah i've seen them fall over when they're already lying down <laughs> i've seen one scared of its own baby sneeze <laughs> that is actually kind of hilarious. Oh, pandas are adorable <laughs> but yeah the fact that poor homer just tries to mm. escape and then goes underneath the curtains and then just gets yeah. dragged back and yeah yeah and then later the cut to the spooning like and then he says that i'm reeking of panda love yeah <laughs> That's semen. He's talking about semen. Yeah, Dyke White, like um, the the just the, the corny way that when the curtain came down, he's like, "Oh, it looks like Sim Sim just asked him to marry him." Yeah, and she said yes. It's yeah. such a like Ranger Dan sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, to do. yeah. Um, what really bugs me though about that whole bit is the idea when Mister Burns putting the head on the Homer, he's like, "Oh, they'll be so embarrassed when they find out their new panda is just a fat man in a suit." And he never reveals. There's like that, that was the point. No, of the- no, no. That was the lie to Homer. The actual prank is to get Homer fucked by the panda. <laughs> if you say so. The because- deleted scene that they didn't have there was Mr. Burns injecting the bull panda with a bunch of testosterone. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, well, because from everyone else's, but Mr. Burns and Homer's perspective. This was a lovely day out. Yeah. <laughs> they saw a panda come to the zoo. It was accepted by the other panda. What a good day. Everyone had a good time because of Mr. Burns. That's the opposite <laughs> of what he wanted. Uh, the, r- the real prank was on ho- ro- Rocco the bull panda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's going to be a father. He ain't going to be no daddy. <laughs> BT, what moments from the story stood out to you? That lady who walks into the bathroom is like, oh, I never. She's wearing Marge's pink Chanel suit. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Someone's been to the Ogdenville discount. They're bringing outlet. it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I liked how they brought her back and she's like, oh, no, what a week. <laughs> I was like, the, the bringing it back was saved completely by what a week. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it wouldn't have been quite as good. Totally. But yeah, the story, what stood out to you, man? I really hate its attempt at morals in this one, where it's like, Homer didn't take the million dollars and help out his still poor family. No, yeah. he has his dignity. It's like, you gave Mr. Burns the float and he still threw fish guts on everyone. Yeah. Everyone still got covered yeah. in fish intestines and you didn't get paid. No, to me, that's where it's trying to do morals fails because you're right. Homer had the opportunity to stop it and he didn't. He let it happen. He still did something wrong there. He got fish guts <laughs> in Lenny's eye. Not directly. He didn't throw the fish guts, but he let it happen. Pudding is one thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Evil prevails when good men do nothing. Yeah. He's still poor. Like, he's done this whole, they do this whole, oh, what do I do with those dirty money? Oh, I'll give it to needy children. Your children are needy. You don't have a backseat to your car. Yeah, it's interesting that you say it, where they did an okayish job, as you were saying, of setting up th- with the the first act, and then they just seemingly abandon it one, once yeah. Lisa gets involved. And we do get, all the kids have had in- injections, so he's had enough money for that. But if they had said, yeah, you oh, know yeah. what, we're kind of out of the hole now. I don't need this money. We can give it to someone more needy. That would be okay. But they don't say that. As far as we know, from a narrative perspective, they're yep. still poor and he just gives their money 
anyway. Actually, I would have liked to have seen them, you know, with the new backseat of the car, and it's like yeah. disproportionately nicer than the rest of the car. Or something. <laughs> that would have been a good joke, yeah. Um, Instead, we got panda rape. That fucking panda rape. All right, well, we'll get back to. <laughs> and toy charity. It's not like he gives them houses or homes or schools or, or clothes. No, but also, he clearly <laughs> went to a really cheap toy shop. He bought the whole shop at 900 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, what do you guys think of Yes Guy's appearance there? It's, Did you like it? No. You mean- uh, No. <laughs> no, I mean no. Like, he was okay, funny the first time for, I has had a stroke. Yeah. But they brought him back a few times, and what annoys me is people like, oh, I can do impressions, I can do that guy from The Simpsons. Like, everyone can do that guy from The Simpsons. Um. It's just a pitch thing. It's got nothing to do with the tone of your voice. See, I like this bit, and I love his cadence and the delivery. It's just how it happened isn't... It uh, doesn't warrant it, but also I like it, so I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. Am I it's wrong? like a bad movie with a good actor in it. Sure. Fucking Natalie Portman in Star Wars 2. Brilliant example. I don't know if I'm watching it for her. Um, yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm not watching it for anyone else. Yep. You can appreciate it on like a visceral aesthetic level while still being, you know, this is is this is a bad episode. This yeah. is garbage. And uh, it is a cut to a wacky character, a wacky moment. I do want to throw to a really kind of great, but also kind of terrible line where uh, Lisa's like, my home is like, what do I do with this dirty money? And it's like, well, there are lots of needy children out there. It's like, you're right. We should buy a gun. Buy a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think I've missed that lot, like a lot of times. I've only got them maybe half the time. And then mm. I'm like, wait, oh, boom. <laughs> yeah. So next question, play count. How many times before tonight have you seen this episode? Ooh, probably a good four or five at least. Yeah. It's fairly familiar. Yeah. Um, BT? Yeah, I'm also to four or five. Yeah, I reckon this is about a 10 for me. Um, Yeah, this is another one of those ones, yet again, where it starts off, it's really funny, and then you're like, oh, this is excellent. Where does this go? Oh, that's right. It starts off, and you are like, damn, really watching Skinner and uh, Edna bang it hard. When mm. he, like, Come throws on, her down Don't on be tardy. Martin's yeah. desk. <laughs> yeah. It's usually Oof. the cleanest. <laughs> I do like that justification. She wants yeah. to do it out of some kind of, like, revenge, and he's like, it's the cleanest. Yeah. yeah. Did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? I'm just saying no one's really off point. It's full of Burnsy-isms. So that's delightful. Yeah. It's actually weird for me to say that I don't think Homer's really the problem in this. No, he definitely isn't. It's it's just where they go and what they decide to do with what they have. Yeah. It feels like the writers who are, we've got to stop saying off point, I think. I feel like we're, we're, we're it's becoming our thing. It's, we've blunted the point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. It's worn down to a nub. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a touch uncanny. We'll look at some synonyms later. Um, I feel like it's the writers who aren't on point because all the people are right are there. It's just yeah. It feels like these things wouldn't happen in a Simpsons episode. Yeah, it feels like they had a good setup and they're like, wow, we go so many places with this, and it was funny on paper. And then yeah. they, and they, were laughing then in the they room. did meth. <laughs> like, they don't notice when it kicks in they just kind of keep like, writing it's like you know what this episode is so good doesn't matter how it ends let's meth up now yeah so that's what they yeah. should be re- referring to this era as the simpsons is this is when the meth problem started this is when it kicked in <laughs> and they're like writing and they're like writing and they're like has it, has it kicked in yet no i'm good are you uh, yeah i'm so good i can write all night do you want to order food no <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of that, uh, let's talk about the wackiness. There are lots of wacky moments. Yes, Guy and the the backseat missing out of the car, although I quite mm, liked it. Mm-hmm. Well, there was this one moment where he was hanging by one foot off a barbed wire fence with, covered in panda semen <laughs> and skunk. Did you see me dance? Junk. They all saw Skunk spunk. That should have been the... 
Oh, yeah, and then the skunks spunk him. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, the pranks are all kind of wacky, like yeah. throwing pudding in Lenny's eye, throwing pudding in Carl's eye. Getting um, home at a dress up in a diaper. A diaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're all doable. It's realistic yeah. that way. Even Smithers going to New Mexico to fulfill his lifelong <laughs> dream of writing and acting, uh, writing and starring in his own musical. I think that's absolutely perfect for him. Because they, they've built it up, they've established it. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> yeah. His love of Malibu Stacy goes way back. But it's still zany. You know, it's still wacky. Is it zany to live your dream? Is it as zany as a musical about the cat or the king of Siam? <laughs> that was great. That was great. <laughs> it was a bit eye-rolly, but I liked it. Yeah, yeah. It's just great Burnsy-isms. Yeah. There was... Oh, let me just get one of my other many valid credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> I love they brought that back to the financial planner. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> right after he oh, writes on a card, scribble, goes, scribble. No, no. <laughs> You're uh, not a deaf mute. We've been talking for 20 minutes. <laughs> I'd be like, well, what do we do? I'm a financial planner, not a financial yeah. consultant. <laughs> yeah, Lindsay Nagel usually lands pretty damn well, i got to say. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I like Lindsay. But how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel the bumps? I did not. No, can't. I did not. No, I, we practically covered it, as you were saying before, the morals of this episode are all off. And Yeah, it's just like, okay, fine, you don't take the million and you do something nice, but just, you could have built it better. And Yeah. I don't know. Would he really, really be that heartbroken to throw fish guts on people for a million dollars? Would you, Elliot O'Neill, throw fish guts on people for a million dollars? Yes. I kind of thought so. I, th- I think I would. I think my last note is that's my sex price. <laughs> I have worked with fish guts. They are not pleasant. I have also worked with fish guts. I got but you. I got I have you that job. Not worked with a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my last note on this is: do it, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw the fish guts. You'll be fine. Yeah. Lisa can go to college. Bart can get out bail. Burns, you definitely didn't end up in jail or anything. No, there was no re- negative repercussions. Everyone got fish guts thrown on them anyway because you gave him the float for some reason. And yeah, that's my problem with Homer at the end is by leaving the float and letting Burns do this, he didn't make anything better. Yeah. He essentially let what was going to happen happen. It- and Burns just gets to keep his million. Yeah. The only difference is that B- Burns has that million and not him. That's the only difference. Yeah. And Oh, and I suppose Lisa's respect. Is that worth a million dollars? Is it? But why would she respect him? She's, uh, he still let them throw fish guts on poor Lenny and all. You know what she should respect? A man who does anything for his family. He gave away their money. Anyway. Ah, uh, uh, okay. okay I'm starting to fall on the side of the fence now. Would you watch this episode again? First half, for sure. Mm. If I came in halfway, I'd be like, nope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look, I think I would, just because I like an episode that gets me good and cranky. (laughs) (laughs) You like getting cranky before bedtime? (laughs) No, man, this episode starts you off good, but then, oh, just... It lets you down. Yeah. mm, Anyway, so I might watch it again. I agree. First half is great. There's so many good jokes in the first half, and so many moments that I've quoted over the years, but um, uh, what playlist would we put this one in? What's the one where he plays Burns' head like bongos? The one where he quits and gets to the bowling alley? Yeah, some Homer Burns stuff, I suppose. Put this with uh, the Snow Lodge. Yeah. Yeah. And and Homer the Smithers, where Homer becomes the Smithers. Only a Homer the Smithers episode. So good. Yeah, it could belong, but put it at the tail end, you know. This is at the end of the marathon where you're probably going to fall asleep anyway. Oh, yeah. And yeah, just once you see the pandas, bail. Um... So, guest stars for this episode, there was only one, Lisa Gibbons, and I felt like Kent Brockman really, like, lent into that one. And joining me right now is 
guest star Lisa Gibbons. Yeah. <laughs> Joke's on yeah. him. I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, she's an American TV presenter, like a sort of a, a good morning America type yeah. of... You can kind of get, even though I didn't know that, you kind of get that from context. I noticed that there were two people that they carefully fully named like that. Oh, yeah. Um, at the start, where they're like, they're getting away. Yeah. S- stop her, Kel- stop them, Kelly May. Mary Kay. Mary Kay. And that was weird because isn't that like the cosmetics person? That's what I thought. I'm, I'm assuming they just meant some random woman, yeah, the hostess. It, it, later, her name tag literally says Mary Kay. Yeah. It does feel like a very lazy rhyme. Yeah, was, I didn't like that. Didn't like I, it at all. I, you could have left it at just, they're getting away. Yeah, that was and enough. And that's fine, yeah. If it was a musical restaurant, but yeah, if you th- it makes you think about it too much. Oh, there we go. The another, sorry, another playlist one. Uh, singing Sirloin, once where this one shows oh, up. Yeah. Oh, uh, or Pranks, like yeah. the one where Bart like shakes up the, yeah. the can for a thousand years. Oh, uh, yeah, yep, yeah, totally. Uh, BT, what would you change about this episode? Uh-huh. What we need, that's what uh, we need. <laughs> everything from the Lindy Hop down, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Give me a more, if you want to drive it towards morals, do that. Give me a moral standing earlier. Just remove that entire panda bit. It's yeah. dumb. I don't even know what we were supposed to get out of that. All right. Shag, what do you, what would you change about this episode? The big sort of problems come from the two main pieces at the end, which is like the yeah. the, the panda yeah. the panda the prank. The panda and the parade. And then the parade prank. Yeah. The three um, Ps, as they say. You know that sort of joke where the guy in the panda suit gets in the lion cage and it turns mm-hmm. out the lion's a guy in a suit as well. And <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. why are you let them on the internet? I feel like there's room for a good panda joke in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah no, that would definitely work. Yeah, I don't feel like we need to give up on the panda suit. They've had a lot of wacky zoo shenanigans. Panda could just fall asleep on top of him and big lazy idiots. Yeah. And he gets trapped, I guess. It's... We it's, don't even need the male it's panda. Less I mean, hitting bottom rung, though, uh, which is why he then makes that promise to Lisa. Yeah. 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 I forgot which one of you said it before, but the trank gun felt like it was a better way to go with that. Yeah. And then maybe he falls out of the enclosure and does a, I don't okay. know, falling off a cliff reader. He gets something. tranked and then has to stay night there overnight in the panda enclosure. Yep. Yep. And yep. Yeah. It's like night in the zoo. The kids are like, we need you home. And he's all like, but I have to make you money. It's like, uh, dad, we need a dad more than we need money. Yeah. And he's all like, oh, well, I'm giving this uh, job up. And then Mr. Burns can be like $1 million. Mm. And then we have a last temptation of Homer. And, uh, you know, I'm not writing the rest. I'm not getting paid right now. <laughs> You're not Pay bro- me a million dollars and I'll write a <laughs> shitty Simpsons episode. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's uh, Oh, the, the last prank has to be like, he, you have now you have to prank Marge. <laughs> and he's like at the dining table and the kids are looking up yeah. at him with love. And or the, something oh. that the kids are involved in. Yeah. Like, yeah. You have to steal all the instruments from Springfield Elementary. I don't know. It's not great, oh, but fuck off. No, man. no. You have to um change your son's test that uh, he's oh, doing well on. Hooray. You have to change it to an Bringing it back. And then we get a whole another Bart of going, I really tried this time. I really tried. He has to swap his kids' tests. Oh, yeah. There we go. And then they get put in the third grade because, <laughs> wait, they did that. Simpsons did Simpsons it. Simpsons did it. <laughs> it's finally happened, Bart. You've lost your mind. Ah, 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 ah. Until huh? snap. And he punches Burns. And Again. Burns falls down. And Homer's like, ah, ah, what have I done? What have I done? And then, like, something creepy happens. Like, one of Burns' eyes fall out. And the other one falls out. <laughs> and it turns out that that was the whole prank on Homer the whole time. You know them. Um, oh, uh, wow. The ga- yeah. Like the game. He's like playing the, game. the long con. Long con. 
<laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. For everyone out there who's playing, you just lost the game. Oh, <laughs> I like that they may have resonated across countries now. <laughs> That's awesome. Like that reminds me of this note here. <laughs> they just looked at the yeah, circle yeah, that I made. Got me. I'll get I'll get you a bit later. Be right. entirely fair, I looked at the notebook, but no, yeah, you got me. Um BT, any other final notes about this episode? Don't touch me. Nothing gives you that right. <laughs> um Yeah, I love yeah, that right. It, it literally echoes in my head when I'm at work and like a customer goes, Thanks, and touches my arm. I'm like, Oh you, you don't. You don't. That's a line. Yeah. I yelled at one once. <laughs> oh really? He touched the back of my neck and I went, Do not touch me oh that is creepy <laughs> yeah because i just got a haircut and he's like oh i was looking shaved i'm like you know doctor says people really shouldn't touch that <laughs> <laughs> doctor says shut up <laughs> <laughs> you know i like the job they did it nicely covers up my infectious disease <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay so elliot's quick fire notes i love bart's line it was a different kind of cheating yeah, yeah. well yeah, that one stuck it. with me Again, I just want to bring up the Mariachi band. It was just, it's such a weird direction. I guess they were playing with the expectation that we were meant to think they're going to do the dishes or yeah. something. Didn't feel like a particularly restaurant, a Mexican restaurant beforehand. No, it was the singing sirloin. The, there the was waiters no singing. singing. There was no singing until and the, the waiters. And the waiters weren't Mexican. Oh, they that, were all very white. The waiters uh, sang happy first day to you. Yeah. yeah, but that's like singing happy birthday. They do that at some yeah. restaurants if you pay them enough. That's true. It was a nice way to bring the singing sirloin back. But again, now that we talk about it, the whole mariachi connection does make very little fucking sense. That's blue Spanish eyes. I don't know if I like this joke or not. I love the joke with uh, he sold the back seat for gas money, but then the and then I saw sold up gas money for a novelty horn. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, thumps his head up. Yeah. I liked how cheerful the horn was in the moment of his yeah. depression. Yeah, you know? the, the little charge melody, I think it was. Yeah. It's, it's like, I would have liked him to go, oh, God, I hate my life. Yeah. <laughs> but the bad joke would have been to go, oh, I spent it on this novelty horn, which is a trombone. Womp womp. Yeah. Bad joke. There you go. That's writing bad jokes with Elliot. <laughs> what about the joke of a financial panther? No, I didn't like that. I liked, I liked, I'm giggling at it. I liked when he said financial panther. I didn't like yeah. the bu- dream bubble about Joe it. Joe don't tell. Yeah, 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 totally. It felt very family guy cutaway sort of stuff. This would be a tell, don't you? Mm, I... I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to clean spit off my microphones now. <laughs> Amongst other things. You know what you could use to clean that spit up with? A chucks. chucks. <laughs> what aren't they good for? Um, cleaning up panda love. Um, <laughs> and skunk spunk. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> I loved the bit uh, when they cut to the financial consultant plan or whatever it was, and uh, Wiggum and Sarah are there. And yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm planning on getting shot three days before retirement. In the business, we call that retirement. Well, what if you don't get shot? <laughs> what a terrible thing to say. You made your wife cry. <laughs> yeah, no, I do like that. <laughs> yeah. That it's good... such a cliche, they're banking on it. Yeah. <laughs> retirement. Because, yeah, the amount of time Simpsons have done a one day before retirement job. And I've got to say, I genuinely love them all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they land. Next quickfire thingy. Pew. When Mr. Burns finds the salad bar, there's some kind of force field on these vegetables. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's called a sneeze guard. You have to lean under it if you want to get vegetables or sneeze, sneeze on, on stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great tagline there. Yeah, yeah. 
definitely. When Homer's asking for a raise, Mr. Burns is like, what kind is like, whopping? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those like deconstructing the, uh, the, yeah. the colloquialism, the saying. Yeah, it's pleasantly optimistic as well. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, when he's going through his sob story and like, oh, we don't have very much money and my wife's got a game leg and my children have many other game things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just Mr. Burns saying a laugh. I want a laugh. I want a laugh. L-A-R-F, I believe. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a laugh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, that, yeah, it is a throwback to a, a Mr. Burnsian mm. from before. My next line about comic book guy. Uh, hey. Yeah. How do we skip over this section? Yeah. So what was his line when he was, he was oh, eating all the marshmallow yeah. peeps? He's eating all the I gotta peeps. say, this is my favorite prank of the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. But the line before that is very like, because he's like, ooh. Oh, shit. If only the real chicks went down this easy. It was like, ooh. Yeah. Like if it was, if only the chicks were this easy, that would be okay. But go down is very specific. And the fact that he counted up to yeah. a 100 and marshmallow peeps are still going down that well. Ooh. But if you're going to do a cross-show playlist, oh, yeah. pair this up with the Malcolm, Malcolm in the, the middle. middle episode where Francis is eating all the peeps. <laughs> that is excellent. Nice. Seymour bangs Edna hard and nasty on Martin's desk. Hard and nasty. Yep. Yeah, like you really get to see her get thrown down on the table. It's voluptuous. Uh, then there's comic book guy about chicks going down on him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Panda rape, skunk spunk. Yep. I feel like there was more like vulgar sex in this episode. Yeah, this one's definitely earning the M rating. For real, man. It all of those parts somewhat tacky and tasteless. I feel. Yeah. Comic book guy being like, oh, if only there were more blowjobs for comic book guy. <laughs> at least it wasn't like as out on Main Street as that. It, it was at least a little bit subtle, but still. There was definitely. A, did I just hear that? Yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. Are we watching Simpsons and not South Park or Family Guy right now? What is this? <laughs> oh, well, I never. <laughs> what a week. <laughs> um, I would like to buy. Issue number one of the Ultimate Spider-Man, please. <laughs> and I would like a moment alone on the hollow deck with seven of nine. <laughs> hey, another sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, it's seven of nine. Yeah, fair enough. And yeah, gives him the cash. He's like, oh, right away, he turns the key. The yeah. thing comes up, a little bit yeah. of smoke. Would you like plastic or triple mylar? <laughs> oh, no, thanks. I think I believe I'll eat it here. It's <laughs> <laughs> just watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what are you doing? And he destroyed. And, yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> Poor comic book guy is wrecked by that. Oh, he is just shattered. Mm-hmm. The money did not matter to him. Yeah, and Homer's poker face is flawless. <laughs> that was great. I'll just eat this comic book. Yeah, I I'll think there's a good chance here. that Homer didn't know what he was doing. Go in there and eat a book. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then he just like stone cold like grabs the peeps. <laughs> yeah, before like, he leaves. Motherfucker. <laughs> he's like uh, he's <laughs> Sam Jackson in Pulp Fiction. You know. Yeah. Well, that yeah. is a tasty burger. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that is a tasty, rare, priceless comic. <laughs> what have I got for me to wash this down? Oh, fuck. Oh, that, was, that was great, by the way. Thank you. Totally. <laughs> yeah, so the comic book guy, I think, yeah, we can agree. We all loved uh, where it ended. Oh, yeah. 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 That, that's, that's what I think makes the rest of this episode hurt so much, is yeah. until then, this was hilarious. Mm. Yeah, that leads into the panda thing, and we forgot to go over Moe's line, which was... After the panda drags Homer under the curtain. Oh, yeah. He goes, you ain't going nowhere, cutie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That was weird. (laughs) I know dragging someone away for sexy times when I see it. Yeah. (laughs) When you drag him, you bag him and tag him. (laughs) Extended cut. (laughs) So that was very uncomfortable. Yeah. 
Um, uh, like when Homer goes to Costington, get, buys all the toys, and Homer's like, oh, I'm just trying to redeem myself or whatever, and Costington's like, oh, I know, I used to have a bit of a shoe-sniffing problem. Yeah, <laughs> and they gave a really honest hug there that was not yeah. played for laughs. Yeah, <laughs> just an honest dude-bro hug. That yeah. No, and it works. It's, it's not exploited of anything. He's just <laughs> sniffing shoes, not on anybody. He no, can't no, go no. to the third floor. Yeah, yeah it's just, it, it's not a fireable offense. or It's just a weird one. It's hug, hug, pat, pat, and on with the story. We, we yeah. all have our trials, and it's good to see you you, you understand <laughs> yours. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Marge wasn't in this episode much, and I did, it was such a Marge moment where she's looking at all the shitty balloons and getting excited. <laughs> oh, it's Rusty and Funky Winterbean. <laughs> hey, Funky! <laughs> I, know, love I do love that. It's and very... the Noid. Watch out for the Noid. <laughs> <laughs> she's like noid. 110% into it. Yeah. yeah. Classic Marge, though. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I want to see if Funky Winterbean is actually a character. I think he's in like a... I kind of feel like Like might... a Family Circle-esque yeah, comic. Yeah. I, uh, that's mm. my bet. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. Hang on. It Funky Winkerbean was indeed a long-running comic strip by Tom... I can't pronounce that. <laughs> Iger Flossen Flossen. Batayuk. I was close. You were. Appeared in more than 400 newspapers worldwide. There Yeesh. you go. Go Funky. Right, they got an example. I'm going to read it and see if it's funny. Continue without me. Oh, I thought you were going to read it aloud. Yeah, share that with the rest of the class. I really don't know what to say about this thing in the paper of yours. I mean, it even says Wikipedia right at the top. <laughs> So that's what gave it away. (laughs) 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 That was Funky Winkerbean, everybody. Winkerbean or Winterbreen? Winker. It is Winkerbean. Yeah, I thought it was Winterbean as well. Wintermelon. Here we stand corrected. Uh, They might have been doing a slide PowerPoint or something. I don't know. Maybe Or just my ears suck. There's a section called Controversy. Hang on, I'll be back. The, the Winker Bean controversy. Speaking controversy, what about the bit with the... Hold on. <laughs> oh, here we go. What? He's uh, back. There was a negative reaction in 2007 featuring a strip where Wally gets blown up by an IED. So wow. It, this changed dramatically. Wow. We have to do some further wow. reading on this one. It's just like discovering that Archie was had, had NAM flashbacks and accidentally murdered Veronica and Yeah, just, just woke up one morning, was choking her, and was like, oh God, what have I done? Who have I become in the white face of this war? Wow. On season two of Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, Native American is done as the Cleveland Indians thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's they really kind tacky. Of, poking fun of it at the same time so yeah they did and say it's, it's paper mache is made out of broken treaties yeah, yeah. that's, oh, that's mostly sports. sad yeah and it feels like because it's cheapening the joke from the chocolate factory episode where they're doing the native americans they didn't used to eat chocolate they smoked it and it's a yeah. subtle little jab at that uh, caricature yeah and they have the cleveland indians thing there but this one uh, it, it felt very bad mm. it did. I did i didn't feel like i was supposed to laugh yep and I said there was only one thing about the fish guts that made me laugh before, but no, I was lying. There was two. The pun of Merry Fishmas. <laughs> Merry Fishmas. Didn't mind that. Get it? Because it's like Christmas, but All it's right. got fish in it. And that's exactly what made Did me Do you know that chocolate. every Chris is actually a fish? I did not know. Yeah. But not every fish can be a Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Uh, anyway, whatever. Let's rank this thing! Anyone out there dating a Chris, try him with a little tartare and a slice of lemon. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy and delicious. <laughs> um, batter up. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Woo! Ten points! Danny, lead us off. I'm sort of torn. I'm, I'm 
Beach would call this a participance in my head, I think. Get out of my head, get out of my head. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not a failure because there were plenty of lols yeah. or larfs. <laughs> <laughs> there were laughs to be had. Yeah. yeah. But I wasn't happy with it either. I don't want to call it a participant because they feel like flatter to me. They feel like they unchange the landscape. They leave things... Mm. Flat and 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 they're they're meaningless. Yeah. Whereas this one, there was a lot that I did like, you know. So I I think I got to call it a bronze, but it's not a bronze that I'm happy with. So I sort of hope someone fails it to kind of bring down <laughs> a dull bronze or something, you know. Fair enough. Uh, mm. Let's see how that goes. BT, what do you think? I know what you mean because I'm hoping we don't all hit the same rank because uh. it does deserve to shift down. I'm just trying to think of it in sections because the opening I would give a bronze silver. Mm -hmm. uh, that panda bit is a flat out failure, mm -hmm. and then the ending is probably a participant. It's weird because it's it's a very split episode for me. The beginning is definitely quite good. I really enjoyed it. It's just that it just tanks the second we get to the uh, Springfield Zoo. Yeah. I am going to participant. That seems like the median seems fair. of those grades, yeah. so, which is a shame because there are parts that don't belong in the you know pit of participants but um it's just it was dragged down it would it you know it was breathing up above the water and then something just grabbed well, it that's it man pulled. i think the problem is that you can't hack up your friends and grade each dismembered tried, segment I know. separately <laughs> I, I mean i've complimented your eyes many times <laughs> it's a, it's yeah, a shame yeah. it's a shame there's a lot of good things now thrown into the uh field of averageness but it just gets pulled down by that whole second half yeah well, look, I feel better with my ranking now uh, having uh, bronze in there because I, I was pretty sure that it was going to be participant when I started, but I do feel bad because there are some good jokes, but like knowing that it's going to get averaged up is sort of what clenched it for me, knowing that it'll... Ooh, so Shiny participant. I, I know I shouldn't be ranking like this, but honestly, I am dead oh. in the middle of participants with this Follow one. Follow your yeah. And um, yeah, that, that's how I feel. This is a participant from me as well. And that will make it a shiny participant all around. Yeah. This will join other episodes like Simpson Safari, also from season 12. I feel mm. like that makes also sense. Also some good, good lines in that one, yeah. Uh, regarding Margie, the Marge Amnesia episode, which uh, we did for Teenage Wasteland. <laughs> Marge Gamer, where she does the World of Warcraft thing. Bob Next Door, which we reviewed in our Sideshow Bob special, uh, mm. with the peeling the face off one. Mm -hmm. And Dangers on a Train, the one with uh, Seth oh, MacFarlane yeah. and the train. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where it belongs. No, doesn't deserve better. The first half does. We need the first half to lean up into the bronze area. Yeah. This is where the fan-made rewrites come into play. That's where the angry fan mail comes in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Now... The algorithm in which I used to decide Simpsons episodes said that we had a choice of two episodes yes. to do tonight. Yeah, so that's yes. how the algorithms work. And I couldn't decide. So what did you do, Elliot J. O'Neill? <laughs> well, I hit the Simpsons Index Twitter page, which is available at Simpsons Index, and I put it to a vote. <laughs> so he said, we're letting the fans decide which uh -huh. season five episode we watch tonight. Go to uh -huh. a charitable. Vote on the song and we'll rank what episode it is from. So we put out there, which do you want to hear? Baby on board or who needs the quickie mart? Well, who do you think won, just quickly? You know what? I would be much more satisfied if we sent out a postal plebiscite <laughs> and we ran two separate ad campaigns for each that get equal amount of money in airing time. Then maybe in six months we have a vote after we've calculated and get a general consensus of what the people want. <laughs> who needs the quickie mart? We do. <laughs> we had ten votes. Who do you, which one do you think won? 
I am going to say the B Sharps. Yeah? Quickie Mart. All right. Well, with 10 votes and 90% of the vote went to Baby on Board. We are reviewing the Homer's Barbershop Quartet. We'll be back. I have to change my B Sharps shirt. I'll be back. We are back, and we just watched our classic and final episode for this evening. It was Season 5, Episode 1, the season opener, Homer's Barbershop Quartet. It was first released in September of 1993, and it was written by Jeff Martin in this episode. It's Homer's Barbershop Quartet, you know, Mm -hmm. baby on board, whatever. Guys, what did you think? Splendid! So yeah, you guys liked it or something? (laughs) We did like it or something, but which could it be? Yeah, oh man, this is... Yeah, I can't even care. This is just magic. It's pretty fast-paced as well. I'm surprised yeah. how much is crammed into it. Oh yeah, as you pointed out, like by the first ad break, we've gone through so much. It's ridiculous. Real walk down memory lane for me. I, I, yeah. Watching this one, I can remember being on the couch on like 7 o'clock on a weeknight and actually seeing it for the first time. And Yeah. Ah, oh, it takes me back. Yeah, and then years <laughs> later seeing it again, like, all these jokes I didn't get that I yeah. get now. I and all these bits that I thought yeah. were from like a thousand different episodes, they're all <laughs> from this one episode. Yeah, I was stunned how many times I went... That's right, that's in this one. Yeah. yeah. Danny, for better or worse, what joke stood out to you from this episode? <laughs> uh, first off the cuff is, this giant woman will kill us all. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the statue. <laughs> that was so great. Such a great Simpsons misdirect, definitely. Oh, lovely. BT, do you have a joke off the top of your head that stuck <laughs> out to you? <laughs> oh, oh my. No, actually, I don't even know where to start. Like, half my notes are just great jokes I didn't even know that was in this. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to go with what i didn't realize for a long time was a joke prisoner 24601 which is a reference to les miserables you ah. mean 24601 <laughs> yeah we're not trained singers Quimby's opening line of ah uh, with these filthy degenerate <laughs> scum <laughs> feeding off each other's trash oh welcome to the swap meet shoppers uh ich bin ein swap meet participants ich bin ein swap meet participant yeah it was a weird thing because i was thinking you know he made one mistake once and we still make fun of it <laughs> so so many current mistakes in so grammar is, and so that's what it's referencing yeah uh, kennedy said ich bin ein berliner or something yeah, yeah the famous misquote i've heard numerous translations of what it actually means but the story i heard is he should have left out the ein and it should have just been ich bin berliner i am right of berlin instead ich bin ein berliner was i'm a jelly donut <laughs> Oh, that's excellent. (laughs) No, this episode is loaded with jokes. It's actually hard for me to just pick one for this opening thing. But we'll get back to that. No, Danny, what story moment stood out for you for this episode? Um, It really comes down to the growth of the band. I really like their British agent. Um, yeah. I really like the the part where he's like, "Nah, I'll be my pedal on. That's not marquee. Never fit on a marquee. From now on, you're a poo de Beaumarchais." <laughs> um, and how they get rid of Wiggum. Actually, a storyline that's my favorite in, in a nutshell. <laughs> Run, boy, you're free now. What? No, no. No. <laughs> oh, you feel so bad for poor Wiggum. But, yeah. <laughs> I love how just direct it was. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, BT, what story points for you? Oh out? man, the whole goddamn thing just rolls like marbles on glass. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? It's beautiful. Like you just go from the swap meet where you get some quick fire jokes and references, yeah, and then you kind of organically flow into Bart and Lisa finding the. Actually, I'm going to bring up a story point. Bart and Lisa finding the the LP. That that is yeah. a really great lead into the main story. Like. The other two that we've seen, they had their little intro sequences, and yeah, you they, argued for the first one. they've been exactly that. They've been an intro sequence. Whereas yeah. this, they've taken The Simpsons on an everyday kind of thing, and they've given us a reason why Homer launches into this story. It really felt coherent you know, and th- just like a natural progression. Yeah, it feels like now they would be doing some random bullshit, and then that would launch Bart into the attic, and when he was in the attic, he'd bump into a... Yeah. box and the box would fall over and what's this wreck or something like that but yeah. this we get all the tight pack some of them are jokes some of the quick references it's all just you even get a little bit of why they're there because marge is there to sell some of their paintings and craft and it's like not a wishbone necklace yeah and it's like it's one of those things where it's not disorientating that they're not starting out at the simpsons house or a familiar location or anything because towns do have these things they have their Everyone's market been stores. to a market before this is something that's part of life especially in a suburban yeah. town so it doesn't need explaining why they're there, even though you visually get a quick reference. Yeah. I think your son or daughter would think this necklace <laughs> is really cool. I doubt my son or daughter is that stupid. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it was awesome because they got to establish the story there and, you know, they're going through records and junk. That's why they get onto the B-Shops thing. But they also get to have their cake and eat it too with a bunch of, like, uh, those sketches that yeah. would be out of place yeah. anywhere else, like the Prisoner 24601 reference. That was yeah. absolutely it. Or the... Um, the oh, 90210, the, sorry. The, Jesus. <laughs> Playing cards is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Methuselah rookie card. Wow, Joseph of Arimathea, 24 <laughs> conversions in AD 46. Yeah. Um, what were some of the other ones? Oh, yeah, Homer going through the box of, like, valuable yeah, stuff. Yeah, five cents and everything's yeah. absurdly valuable. Which, again, you kind of need to grow up a little bit before you get that. Yeah. What a yeah. Stravahuvius is. It's a simple enough bit. It works. Yeah. The planes are upside down. It's yeah. action comics number one. Yeah, it's one. It's another bit that I feel wouldn't work today. Like they'd have him pulling out a bag of cash, gold bricks. Here's some diamond necklaces. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the subtle approach we just don't seem to get as much anymore. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of the subtle approach, the thing that sticks out for me most about this story is how many Beatles references they just packed into yeah. this thing. And again, that's what you learn as you get older. You're like, ah. Uh... Yeah. Well, yeah. For me, like around age four. 14 or 15 i just had this big discovery of the beatles where like i'd been aware of like octopus's garden or some of the songs they teach mm. school I, children I, yeah, i've been aware of the parody song for kids yeah i quite like the melvin and the chipmunks being oh, yeah. part of the rodent invasion melvin uh, <laughs> that was very good so bad and i know it's but perfect. so perfectly no. bad. yeah but yeah look we're not going to hit all the beatles references because there is so, so tightly amazing. packed but look the wikipedia page has actually done a very good job of uh, highlighting them all but just quickly off the top of our head some of our favorites i love the album covers and stuff yeah like, oh, and yeah. Then, oh yeah. bigger than jesus yeah. that was the title of our second album and, and little road. detail yeah it's abbey road and barney's not wearing any shoes like paul mccartney was mm-hmm. yeah. so barney's dead Ooh. Um. Oh, well, the big ones, of course. I like Barney's Yoko girlfriend. Yeah. Um. Uh, the rooftop thing at the end was beautiful. It's just it's like, been done. Yeah. Powerful. <laughs> I love it. Georgie boy actually turns up at the yeah. end twice. Oh, George Harrison in this really episode. great way to drop a cameo and just like having Homer just ig- flat ignore him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. We bother getting. 
someone bigger than Jesus. Also, they they they, they rip on him for being bigger than Jesus as well. Yeah. <laughs> when and then what happened was the biggest thrill of my entire life. <laughs> Where did you get that brownie? <laughs> I love the choice of words as well. Over there, there's a big pile of them. <laughs> I also love the animation on him eating brownies. It's cheap because they've cut yeah. a lot of corners, but it just works. And the fact they hold on it for that long. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's a tough thing of comedic timing, but there it works. <laughs> just, and it comes back to George Harrison's nice British, oh, what a nice fellow. Yeah. <laughs> because the brownie pile doesn't go down, it yeah. almost feels like you could watch it forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a loopable gif right yeah, there. Absolutely. I think I'll be using that in the promotion of oh, this. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> and yeah, the other album I like when he turns the album around and they've done the reverse of Sgt. Pepper's, Paul McCartney standing backwards, but it's Homer and his butt showing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, beautiful. It was really good. Play count. How many times have you seen this episode before tonight? Yes. <laughs> BT? Also, yes. Oh, indeed from me. So, <laughs> Oh, he's going to win. God damn it. <laughs> it was more than you. That's all I know. Did this... <laughs> Shut up. That's why. <laughs> Did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? 10 million percent. Yeah. This is... um. Yeah, one of those things where, uh, and we've noticed it, Homer's musical savant uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. S- skills are... They call him out. They're actually like, since when could you write a song? (laughs) (laughs) Little do they know. Yeah. Yeah. But it pops up every now and then, and I do appreciate that, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I I don't think anyone's really off. I don't think anyone's off. You know what? Chief Wiggum was off. (laughs) Off key. (laughs) Oh, that was pretty good. (laughs) So, goodbye. Farewell. (laughs) Fuck off, Chief Wiggum. (laughs) Quickie mark, don't save. Let's talk about the wackiness of this episode. No. No. No! <laughs> yeah, we already did that. Strike will kill us all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, my God, Dr. Doolittle is Chief Wigger. <laughs> Time for this part to fly. And, you know, do you want to do the Jordan's Anal Corner or will I? Nah, man. Let it let Jordan's it go. Anal Corner! Uh, we decided we were going to let it go. So. I won't. No one was playing the piano. Boom. It was a player pianola. Well, fair enough. I think I have another no. Jordan's <laughs> corner. Yeah, back to the corner. Uh, Abani puts in his tape of his new experimental barbershop and presses record instead of play, but it plays. Oh, really? Ooh. He presses a big red button and not the play button. And usually yeah. re- record is the red yeah. button. Another Beatles reference to Revolution 9, number 8. <clears throat> yeah, uh, like, who no, can burp no on cue? <laughs> I can fart on cue, want to hear? When I need to, like, remember the number 8 when I'm, like, at the gas station <laughs> and I filled up, like, what, what pump am I? Number 8. Uh, number eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I remember. That and ha, 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 table five. <laughs> Give me a beer, Mo. I would like a single plum floating in perfume. And that one came around to uh, art imitating life and then Yoko imitates that. Yeah, she actually, in one of her recent art displays, like I think it was last year, put... A single plum floating, <laughs> floating in did. perfume served in a man's hat. She's so meta. <laughs> That's a pretty... You, meta, 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 meta. meta. That's yeah, you gotta. Yeah. You gotta. She does, though. and But that doesn't make it creative. No, it doesn't, but hey. Well, it, it, it is and it isn't. And I hated the show Mad About You. Parent used to watch it, you know, and because... And the episode where Yoko Ono shows up? Is yeah. Is reference? I want to film The Wind. I'd forgotten that. And too. then Paul Reiser just goes insane trying to fulfill this request. It's actually, <laughs> I remember it being good. It probably isn't, but. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, other wacky moments. Be- Homer gets beamed in the head with a Grammy. <laughs> that looked like it hurt. Don't throw your garbage down here. <laughs> oh my God, an award trophy. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a Grammy. Grammy. Uh, wackiness, how about 
I got nothing against you, Squiddy. I just heard there was gold. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I've used that one so much. The way the, the squid looks down at his belly like, there is? Squid, squid, squid. I had no idea. I'm going to buy some real estate. Oh, things that I've have worked their way into my vernacular yeah. are, <laughs> this one's for you, sweetheart. It's the theme <laughs> from a summer's place. From a summer's place is the theme. From a summer's place. No, no, no. It's the theme. <laughs> also, when you're alone and life is getting you down, there are movie shows. Dune, dune. We can't get through karaoke and someone does that song without oh, you yeah. rudely interrupting. Oh, oh yeah. Dune, dune. There's a lot in karaoke we can't get through without someone either weird yeah. alligator or Simpsons again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and just in that moment to round it off, Grandpa's little, oh, McDonald had a chick. <laughs> Swing this Chicano. Wiggle, wiggle, oh, hit. yeah. It was happening, but oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the like, get off the stage. I want to, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, how long's he been up there, that poor <laughs> old man? An audition just happened to roll in. He's like, well, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the heart of this episode. It's not like it was going for the heart moment, but I felt like they brought it in enough with Homer getting nostalgic looking at the record. and mm-hmm. Yeah, nostalgia's an emotion. Yeah, definitely. I definitely felt for it. Yeah. You feel a bit of the, the, he's away from his kids. You feel sad with that bit where we were just talking about the Grammy where he's just oh, yeah. there alone yeah. after he's winning a big award, but his family isn't there. And, and poor and little Lisa. You beat Dexy's Midnight Runners. <laughs> Hopefully he beat them hard. <laughs> and then she's like, I miss you, daddy. And you're just like, <laughs> so much heart there. Yeah, I'm, man. I'm not crying. You're crying. What about, um, no one bought a lucky a, 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 a lucky wishbone necklace, necklace. <laughs> Bart bought a bong yeah <laughs> far out man <laughs> I haven't seen a bong in years but I like that Homer's getting nostalgic for bongs it's like you 10 year olds anyway <laughs> and then he sends Marge to go get them <laughs> 12 yeah. miles yeah <laughs> so would uh, yes or no I mean right now if you feel like it oh dude I, I will call in sick to life <laughs> well, if we're going to watch it again, we've got to put it in a playlist. What playlist does this go in? Heavy musical episodes. Oh, yeah. And Beatles episodes, pair it with the one where Bart and Milhouse go down to Flanders' basement. Yeah. Or true, the Paul true. McCartney and the Ringo Starr Or Marge painting. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I liked in Marge's stall had they had a bunch of her paintings yeah. over the years. Yeah. The ones with the one-armed veteran. Oh, Herman. Mm-hmm. I think we've... Didn't we establish before that Herman's not actually a vet? That he's a faker? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he lost it in, uh, I can't remember what they said now. It's in that, it's in the Nelson episode, though, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, when it, if someone tells you to keep your, your arm in the, by the bus window, you do it. <laughs> no, he's like that guy that couldn't even get through with mandatory conscription, you know? Yeah, but he's still like, a, a crazy military guy. Yeah. That's he's such like a buff of John all. Goodman in. Um, a, a, well, he went to Vietnam. Lebowski? In Lebowski, in Lebowski yeah. did he? Yeah. Quiet, Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That also has a Beatles reference, so shut up. <laughs> right. Really? Big Lebowski? Yeah, I am the walrus. Oh, of course, of course. I am, I am, I am the walrus. No, wrong Lennon. <laughs> You're that child who walks into a movie halfway through and looks at the screen and says, what's going on? <laughs> Sorry, a bit of wackiness I missed in my notes. Uh, when the crowd's protesting Barney and then he sings and they love him, all their placards change to We Love Barney. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like immediately. <laughs> Yeah, well, they were um, prepared for that. That was good, and uh, yeah, that's calling reference to the whole uh, Pete Best being replaced by Ringo Starr thing. Yeah. I feel like just like 
top of the pops cubic zirconia episodes i just want to put this on a bookshelf yeah, you well, know. well, as it's iconic as hell. This episode, yeah. this has got so many of the mm. quotes and imagery and stuff that uh, fuck we'd call back to so many times. Yeah, oh yeah, this is part of the vernacular. It's yeah. got yeah. the most beautiful part of the hand drawn era as well. Yeah, there is actually some strange off model moments where like their eyes are a bit, the mm. pupils are a bit too big, and home. yeah, and occasionally the mouth doesn't quite fit yes. the uh, what the audio, but you know, again, early days ish. And also, a few of the characters' mouths are a bit small. Like, there's just a couple of, like, weird okay, animation okay. noodles. But, like, as we were saying, you know, a few episodes ago, it's sort of these charming faults which actually make this era look yeah. better than yeah. the new slick ones. Mm. Danny, what would you change about this episode? Why are, we, why, why are you doing this I'm to me, I'm getting those devil eyes again, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> searing white hot. <laughs> you piece of shit. Ah... <laughs> <laughs> uh, has anyone got an answer? I would change anyone who tried to change this. <laughs> well, like they could reach out to touch and like, no, slap your hands. You're not allowed to have hands until you learn to respect this. Well, episode. just if I might. Uh, oh, okay, fine. <laughs> I'm going to just click my four-colored pen here to the red setting. And... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is a lie. Here's a one-color pen. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, you'll ruin the magic. <laughs> um, I think... Goodbye, Coney Island Babe appears too many times. But I thought thing. that was the bit, that they hadn't learned another song yet, and they were like just running off their one single. Mm. But there's more than... I what? also never noticed. <laughs> like, I think they do enough changes to it. They do different parts of it, yep. and they do different endings to yeah. it. That yeah. you, I actually don't even remember noticing that until this viewing. It was like, oh, it's yeah. the same song over again. Yeah, because I think they... in. Uh, hit at, th at three different points and because they do the other one uh hello mahani hello ragtime girl that one yeah. they only do that once it sort of feels a bit weird that they've hit sweet on adeline oh uh, yeah that's true I, I just i just wish they subbed in coding island for something else when they were doing the second you know what you try singing barbershop doing a poo's voice <laughs> well, that's actually an interesting thing that I'll just jump ahead to the guest stars of this episode. So the voice of the B Sharp wasn't actually them, unless oh. it was, you know, Apu doing Shop Quickie Mart and Save, or Bar Incidentals and things like that, yeah. And Barney, his sweet Adeline. It was mostly done by the then uh, lineup of the Dapper Dance from Disney oh, World. Really? Yeah. Which, like, now that you sort of hear that, it's like, oh, yeah, that was totally them. I think I assumed it was actually the voice actors because of things like, yeah, Barney yeah. sounds like Barney. Wiggum clearly stands out as being Wiggum, but obviously that was just him singing with the Dapper Dance to stand out. Yeah. Um, all right, well, there we go. So, like, you can hear there is some layering, and especially when they're doing, like, the multi-counterpoint mm. melodies and stuff, they, they insert the voice actors. But, yeah, for the most part, it is the Dapper Dance. Wow. Impressive, though. Yeah. I think the one thing I might look at changing yeah? might be the award ceremony. Okay. Where it's like R&B slash... Uh, I can't remember what the... I love that. It was... Uh, I'm the note. I'll fill it in with some time. Uh, what I really like is there's a spoken word guy and it's just a guy with a pipe with a book yeah. who looks <laughs> surprised word. to be at like an award ceremony or two. Like, yeah. Oh, is this where I am? <laughs> yeah, it was Outstanding Soul, Spoken Word or Barbershop Album of the Year. So that one's funny to me because the thing that's always bugged me about uh, Emmys or Grammys I don't know which one does it half the categories just don't make sense yeah where it's like best musical or comedy and it's like why are you pairing these things together yeah, yeah. they haven't yeah. been intertwined since the 50s like yeah um, but the award ceremonies with David Crosby, what about that? I like Crosby. Mm -hmm. um, going up and he's like, oh, David Crosby, I love you, man. Oh, you like my music? You're a musician? Yeah. It's funny. I just feel like 
if we had to pick a weak point, yeah. if, if you have to pick a weak point in the episode, that scene probably just didn't have as much to it as it as it was. Most of it was just yeah. them sitting and then walking up onto the stage. I don't know. I don't know, man. It, it's a very small change if you're going to make it. Hey, what are you going to pick on? What's your least favorite part of the episode? I already said it. Yeah, the amount of times they played Coney Island Baby. It's just... Oh, yeah. Three. Yeah. Too many. And again, that was, that was also to make a joke about, you know, bands being forced to, like, replay Stairway to Heaven, I guess. Yeah, that tr- that that could have actually been a good thing. That they, they progressively get sick of it and... We needed a new song. And, and Achy Breaky Heart is still seven years away. Yeah. Mm. Fuck, I love mm. Baby on Board, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, look at this sign I got. Baby on Board. Now people will stop intentionally ramming our car. <laughs> I think of it literally every time I'm yeah. behind a Baby on Board. Just like ram Whenever I sit down to write songs, I'm always like something, something Burt Ward. <laughs> <laughs> it just rides itself. <laughs> oh, no. When he starts with his, there was nothing in Al Capone's vault, but, but it wasn't Geraldo's fault. fault. Which, again, a reference I didn't get till many years later. Yeah. Uh, so what was that? The journalist, Geraldo? Went... Yeah, yeah. So it was like a big televised reveal. With the, they found a vault belonging to Al Capone many, many years after he'd been captured. And it was like, huge media what's gonna campaign. Be, what's yeah. going to be inside? Find out tonight. And they opened up and there was nothing in there. And I was like, ta-da. <laughs> and the nation got blue balls. More like Harold no. Ooh. Get out. <laughs> uh, for, for ooing at your joke. <laughs> I'm telling me to get out. I am so mad at me right now. Oh, Beach, before we go on, what was your part that you liked the least about the episode? I have to pick something. Hey, let me consult my notes, see if I wrote anything down. Well, yeah, just to tick off the question about the guest stars. Yeah, so George oh, yeah. Harrison and David Crosby were playing themselves as well. Uh, okay, so, you know, when the Beatles are arrived... And they're getting off the plane. It's like a shot-for-shot shot remake of yep. that. Oh, uh, yep. yeah, where uh, they land in um, uh, JFK Airport, yeah, yeah. I want to say, uh, actually. Well, when they did that here, uh, my mum was actually there, and my mum was not in The Simpsons. So there was a missed <laughs> opportunity. Jordan's Table Corner! <laughs> wow. Yeah, she was at the uh, Australian arrival, screaming a whole bunch. Oh, wow. Her favourite was Paul. Is it Spy Hard, where like he gets off the plane and everyone's screaming, but it's actually for Weird Al <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the other guy? I think so. Uh, yeah. It's uh, the Naked Gun, the first one. Classic. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so musical moments. So, Baby <laughs> on Board. Yep. Loved the way that came out, and that's such a like a cute song. Uh, like, yeah. And it is something that I think they go for the whole double meaning that you could be talking about your baby or your sweetie. You know. Oh, you sweetie. <laughs> oh, you're a sweetie. Like Elliot. your child or your child maker. Talk about babe oh. or bay? Ba- Fuck, I can't speak youth. <laughs> oh, you guys. <laughs> you mean your baby? Oh, your bay. Oh, yeah, baby, baby, daddy, fucking cock, fucking fuck, goddamn, I can't wait. All right, all right. Um, musical moments from this episode, yeah. Baby on board. What else? What else do they sing? Uh, oh, uh, where's me toothpick? Yes, true, lura, lura. That oh, was that pretty good. Beautiful where's rendition toothpick? as well. Like, I, it only just clicked with me then. He's looking for his toothpick on yeah, the floor of the <laughs> men's room. I know. Yeah. Put it back in his mouth, presumably. Yeah. But uh, it's again, it's a thing I do every single time. I'm looking for something like, no, no where's me toothpick? toothpick. Tora, lura, lura. Oh, shit. Um, they did Sweet Adeline. Beautiful. They mm. did... Coop, coop, a doop. This is worse than your song about Mr. T. There's also Rice Aroni. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've pretty well effectively covered the musical moments then. Patch this into your number eight later. <laughs> hey, that's the one. This That'll trail out the episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Cool. Well, that brings me to the question. Danny, did you have any other notes about this episode before we rank this thing? I feel like um, the only thing I really want to say is that go and watch this episode. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ. If you're listening out there and you haven't seen this one, you're missing out on everything. Yeah, an integral part of your life. Get your baby on board. You know how they say that you should never make fun of someone who doesn't know something because <laughs> it's an opportunity to introduce them. Yeah, to it. they're yeah. one of the lucky ten thousand people get to learn something new today. I feel the same way about people who don't know about chucks. <laughs> <laughs> be like, how do I clean up this spill? <laughs> Let me show you. Look, I know you've wiped your benches, but have you super wiped them? <sighs> We're such whores. I know. <laughs> we we got to get onto the Ajax spray and wipe next week. One day we're doing a podcast. I was prepping for an index. <laughs> I had run out of Windex. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, BT, did you have any other notes about this no, episode? No, I put my notebook away, man. I'm, I'm done. I ticked everything off. I'm, uh, I'm out. I've got an idea for a B-Sharps cover band. Oh, we didn't even see the B-Sharps bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Hansa Homer Simpson plus three. Mm, I <laughs> like it. Mm, no, no. Mm. Need something's witty at first, but it gets less witty each time you hear it. Mm-hmm. How about the B sharps? <laughs> and I love <laughs> how they laugh for the exact amount of time. How you go? Yep, I'm stopped thinking it's as witty now. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then you grow up and find out there is no B sharp. You're like. Mm. Well, it does exist in the context of uh, certain keys, but not really. They want you to be sharp. It's like a, mm. it's a, it's it's a, a Dapper Dan like yeah. barbershop quartet mm. thing as well. Oh, but yeah, I reckon if you're going to have a B sharps, because they spell it B E sharps, not like the note. I reckon you should have a cover band called the C Naturals, S <laughs> E E, because a B sharp is technically a C natural. It sounds like a nudist colony. <laughs> No, it sounds like the peeping toms it's of a, a nudist yeah, colony. It's, it's a strip joint. <laughs> See, naturals. Yeah, it's like big naturals from Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, that's that's my joke that I made Shag want to punch me. <laughs> <laughs> that could be your first hit. <laughs> I love that walks in. You've just recorded your first number one. Very Beautiful. came in. Yeah, strummed out this tune right, it. and I said that's a number one record. <laughs> But after he had does that number one record line, then he has the line, oh, Buffont Betty. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think of this bit? Because it's simultaneously very funny and very horrible. Very, very horrible. No, it's very funny, but also very scathing of the music scene as a whole, and mm. especially at the moment. You see, oh, women yeah. will want to have sex with you, and we want to make them think they can. Mm. <laughs> And just explain it like that to March. <laughs> sure, she'll understand. Smash cut to <laughs> like we've never heard Marge cry just, like just this. Pain either. crying. I'm gonna look up Buffon, Betty. See if that's a thing. How the <laughs> fuck do you spell Buffon? Um, would you say it was a, a bulbous Buffon? I would. A bulbous Buffon. It's just it's just the name for someone with big hair. About it. Gazebo. <laughs> So did this bit land enough to justify, like, okay, because the other thing is, I'm wondering, did Homer tell Marge that he is going to have sex with women or just appear like he no, can? He, he explained it to her exactly as the guy explained it to him. Women are going to want to think they can. So the pitch was, I just need to pretend I'm single. 
Yeah. And that's what she's hurting from. Okay, that makes it slightly better than good. Marge, is it okay if I have sex with women in nah, Sweden? Come on, Homer <laughs> would never say that. Mm, just like, no. So they want us to have a secret marriage so because women are going to want to do me and they, suppose yeah. they have to think they can. It's probably what he meant to say. Mm. Meant to say. But Homer doesn't get it right, you know? It's true. It's true. And it's only until the end of our tour of Sweden. Yeah. With the <laughs> Swedish women. <laughs> Marge, we can't be married until the end of Sweden. I'm going on tour and there's going to be lots of girls who want to have sex with me. So we Everywhere. can't be married until the end of Sweden. And it's time for Elliot's quickfire notes. <laughs> so quickfire. Loaded. Don't normally mention the couch gags, but I feel like this one is worth mentioning because they do three. <laughs> yeah. And I remember when I did watch this for the first time going, take two, what are they doing? Oh my God, this is so special. Great shot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love it because it's all them fucking up the running into each other thing where they run into each other, they all break, then they run into each other, they all fuse together, and then the third one, they just explode. Like, oh. They do. It's this was of- back in an era where the couch gags were something that everyone was looking forward to every single episode, just trying yeah. to see what happened next. And they mm. were still like relatively simple and like low concept. So yeah, this one was a major shock. <laughs> Mo's thing with Oyster Lucy a ball was a weird sketch. It was actually. <laughs> I actually, if anything's weak, it's that. It's like maybe yeah. that's just old. Yeah. I don't really know. Because he but, literally um, he just was doing a Lucy gag. Mm. Yeah. Ricky, I'm, I want to meet this person. Bah. Yeah. Maybe the joke was that there's always someone at these stalls selling crap, handmade crap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, people are going to go nuts for my oyster Lucille balls. Yeah. Finally, all these repurposed oyster shells. All the other sketch was the band Malibu Stacy doll that Lisa fights. I know. Grim. <laughs> They took it off the market when they found some kid poked both his eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, Bart's line as well. Thanks to TV. Can't remember what happened eight minutes ago. Didn't like it. Didn't land with me. Really? Yeah, sorry. Oh. I think the laughing didn't land with me, actually. Yeah. I like they laugh because they're assuming he's joking. And then he's like, no, really, it's a serious problem. They laugh because having a serious problem is funny. I don't like and, the uh, no reallys. I don't. I never like no really jokes, though. Know, you know? No, really. <laughs> I'm laughing on the inside. You don't. I think Homer slightly saves it by going, uh, well, you know, what are we laughing at? <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> it's a good, it is a good save, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the way that Reflin Lovejoy gets Flanders off his back, that's an oil stain in the car park that looks like St. Barnabas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my stars. <laughs> that's, that's really good. And it's just him going, ching, ching. <laughs> yeah, he is ready to rake in those mm. sweet barbershop dollars. Yeah, with his special preacher's rake. <laughs> you get one of those when you join the clergy. Um, I didn't like the line of, oh, those girls you paid to scream are really going nuts. What girls? I didn't pay any girls. Uh, what? It was pretty heavy-handed, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it, it wasn't a wah, though. It was a ha? It, it was I'm sure it was being heavy-handed on purpose. It had to be mm. on yeah. purpose. Yeah. I did quite like Snake being like, I'm going to clonk that copper right between the eyes. <laughs> After this song. I really like the prisoner next to him looks really disappointed when he says after this song. He's like, yeah. really? Come we on. have to wait. <laughs> yeah. But then he does it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He lands that shot. Snake has a good arm. <laughs> Damn straight. Mm. He's even got this big square shaped bicep right at the top. <laughs> um, it's a medical condition. Yeah. I actually just, and I don't think we've hit it's on Wiggum enough. Deltoid. Or an Altoid. <laughs> a packet of alphabets, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Wait. a snake bite. Oh. Hey. Darn. Yeah, but yeah, so, sorry, we have barely talked about Wiggum. Can we talk about Chief Wiggum? Eh, eh. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't even remember the castaways, but as far as uh, like Karnak bits go, yep. that was pretty good. Gilligan, Skipper, yeah. and Wiggum. 
I yeah. completely forgot Gilligan's name. <laughs> <laughs> name three castaways. Yeah. No, that was good. And like, I thought their handling of uh, his character getting ditched from the band and just the way he was trying to worm his way back into the band time yeah. and time with the Doolittle audition. And yeah. He was there for the hands in moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, it's so well. pathetically sweet. Can't blame a guy for trying. <laughs> You're all under arrest. Yeah. And then at the end, uh, in the beautiful chief, sure is though. Get the tear gas. <laughs> Just still got the <laughs> that, grudge that after all these years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in wackiness, we forgot human fly here. Come on, I stayed up all night dyeing my underwear. <laughs> I love that joke so much. <laughs> it's so ridiculous, but... Oh, that poor guy. Yeah. I like the implication that he just did it for the attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> Don't they all? Yeah, true. Nothing going on today. The extra boy's got nothing to talk about. You no. know, <laughs> I'll get my human fly outfit going. And the extra boy was a little bit weird. Extra, extra. Yeah. B sharps on rooftop. Read all about it. What? Give me one of those. Wait a minute. There's nothing in here about the B sharps. Yeah. Yoink. Come back here, you kid. But I do think like that they're writing in the background later on. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It was a nice touch. Yeah, definitely. Actually, yeah, just while we're in this scene, it is a weird fucking thing that when they do Baby on board, uh, the first time in the episode, there's bass throughout it, but in this one, the intro has double bass, and then it just drops out the second the song starts. It's a little... uh, Like, it hits... I mean, it's hard not to notice, but I was thinking about it since we watched it. Mm. I feel that makes you feel like you're the audience on the ground floor, where you might not be able to hear that from the the street side. Although I think you you mentioned before that it's so that it can jump back in for the credits and kind of make it feel like you've hit a credit moment. Yeah, climactic moment. And I think there might have been a thing where like it was maybe distracting from the dialogue of the scene a bit. Yeah, Yeah, I can see that. So they'd pull it out so that the frequencies were a bit freer. I I would say that's probably why. And I think it's actually something that probably wasn't as noticeable on older TVs because, like, I have a sound system with a big subwoofer, so I think, like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I didn't notice until you mentioned it. I think you'd... As a bass player, you notice it. My yeah. my instinct was why why just not have the bass at the start at all? But you need that ba bomb bomb bomb. You yeah. need the lead in. Yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, it's the blowing of the pipe to get the, the pitch. <laughs> mm. Yeah, uh, well that that was a weird moment. And also in that last scene they mention our our Australian pride and joy, Dame Edna Average. <laughs> Can't remember the last time we were all together. Last year on that stupid Dame Edna special. <laughs> Which is funny because she has lots of stupid specials. <laughs> She's nothing but Doesn't stupid she special. Possums? Indeed she does, Possum. <laughs> Fun fact, Possum is how every Australian refers to every other Australian. Mm. It's absolutely true. Yeah, for our international listeners. In American, they say opossum. <laughs> they say bandicoot. <laughs> we call them bandy cunts. <laughs> um, Homer gives his father a pink Cadillac, and uh, yeah. I read this as a reference to Elvis and giving one to his mother. Sure. Does she immediately have a heart attack and is still like, give me the keys? <laughs> shot for shot. <laughs> we noticed Reagan's in this episode. Yeah, being Reagan. Time I could be working, mommy. Flashbacks to the, the early to mid-80s, I suppose. Yeah, yeah um, when The Simpsons started, Reagan was president. Isn't that fucked up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah, just speaking of the flashbacks in the episode, I loved how they did like run the two concurrent stories of mm-hmm. past and present. And yeah, he wasn't just telling the story at the swap meet. It was driving home and then waiting to get the wheel back and then 
looking yeah. through the B yeah. Sharks merchandise. Yeah. Ooh, the, they had to take the the foam off the market because it turned out it was poisonous. <laughs> but I think if you're dumb enough to eat the foam anyway, you deserve to die. <laughs> but in his own world, just what? Like, <laughs> but Man. I like how he's like crouching over the foam as he eats it and he looks up <laughs> like he just was not listening at all. Yeah. It's like foam. Guess I'll eat it. I guess I do deserve to die. Homer's saying someone deserves to die. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> what is he, a magician? <laughs> um, and I love in the sad moment where he looks at the billboard, happy family bourbon. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. The line about, you know, what must go up must come down. Bob Hope's been active for years. Sinatra's still going. <laughs> Dean Tom Jones. <laughs> yeah. Two of those people Dean are Martin dead. Still pull up oh, wait, no, three of them are dead. Yeah, Tom Jones is the only one that's still alive. Wow. Hit list. <laughs> Yeah, tell me about it. We have to take down Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, it's, it's clearly people, the message is here. I'm not going to say a lot of people have planned that. It's not unusual. Oh. Get out. Get out. <laughs> I'm only disappointed because I was running through the catalogue. Okay, yeah. how come I'm yeah. but, ah, fuck Beach beat me to it. Nice. <laughs> Quick fire. Uh, another playlist suggestion, Bucket Homer. <laughs> where uh, Marge makes the bucket Homer for the <laughs> <That's> kids, <right. laughs> yeah. and the tape, and the just traumatizing. Yeah, them. so put that where he's got one of the plant with singing. Yeah, I yeah. work hard for, for the money. money. <laughs> uh, there's a little bit of a timeline fuck up here as well, where Santa's little helper is then burying the bucket Homer head. Ah, uh, yeah, but they don't have Santa's L, uh, yeah, Santa's they, L helper oh, yeah. yet. Yeah. They got him when they were t- uh, Bart was ten and That's Lisa was true. eight. So yeah, I love the Us magazine thing. Uh, hot or not issue? Are we hot? We are not. Mm. <laughs> well, we all know Skin is the funny one. Yes, yes, that he was is. great. Like I was watching that, and if you, if the audience was told that he's the funny one by the media, yeah. then he would and come across as really dry. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, but he's all like, "Yeah, you thought I was the most hilarious guy in the room. Are you funny?" He's like, "Yes." <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Keep your pity. Oh shit! <laughs> applause. Yeah, that's that's all I've got. Homer's final line as well, and uh, thank you on behalf of the group. I hope we pass the audition. Yeah, another yeah. Beatles reference yeah. as well uh, to uh, get back. I believe. Get back. Let's rank this thing. But um, bum. <laughs> and we'll start with B T Callaway. Nito. Cubic. All right. <laughs> Why? Oh, come on. It's such a good ride. Everything's just funny. There are so many quotable moments. I didn't even know they were all in this episode. And the story is just really it, it, very compelling. It rolls really nicely. You get those unequal parts present day then and flashback. It's just funny. It's it's heartfelt. It's got some great musical moments. It's good. It's full of Beatles references and other stuff we didn't get for years. It's an episode that just keeps on giving... So give it a cubic zirconia. All right, Danny. Oh, I give it a cubic zirconia as well. Yeah, no, it's really a, a, a solid one to decompress, I suppose. There's, like B just said, I don't really need to go into it. too much of the nuance. The writing is really tight, really fast. It doesn't downplay to the audience like a lot of modern stuff does. Mm. Um, it's intelligent it's heartfelt it is well-rounded there's lots of gags the pacing's really fast but it doesn't feel rushed uh more than that though it's such an integral part of the simpsons iconic you know all the my favorite jokes are all from this episode and i didn't even know i thought it was from like split across five seasons Mm -hmm. yeah um so in a way it feels like you're asking me to rank 
a favorite childhood memory. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've mentioned it for a while, but the theory of Simsonic where uh, the world ends and language devolves into quotes, this is going to be, you know, ABCs. This is the one. This is going to be, well, yeah. not, not ABCs, but it's going to be through like P through to S. Yeah, definitely. If I had to sum it up, it'd be like this. It's the theme <laughs> from the summer's place. No, let him finish. From the summer's place. <laughs> it's the theme. Well, I'm thinking of... <laughs> it's the summer's place. We should do it in a round, so when you say... When you get to it's a theme, I start on it's the summer's place. All right, go. <laughs> it's the theme... From a summer's it's place. It's the theme. From a summer's place. <laughs> it's the theme. So we accidentally place. <laughs> I wonder if you harmonize like that. It's the theme. It's the summer's From a summer's place. It's the theme. For today's bonus content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, enjoy that one, editing Elliot. Thanks. All right. Well, look. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> the people need to hear my ranking. I'm ranking this one cubic zirconia as well. I'm actually not going to lie. I came into the night thinking this was going to be a gold. But, and... I still kind of want to in my head because it's iconic as hell, but it just, there are a couple of uh, There are a couple slumps. of minor drag points, yeah. But for those niggles, it doesn't bring it down enough. Like, also, it's another thing where watching it in a group of people is actually, uh, it improves the episode mm. significantly. And I think what we're talking about, it's iconic, it's going to be Simpsonics. This is an episode that is part of the Simpsons experience. Mm. And as I've said with the Cubic Zirconias, these are the ones which the Simpsons cannot exist without. Ooh. And so while I don't think it's the best Cubic Zirconia out there, <laughs> I think it is definitely a Cubic Zirconia. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got one more. Yeah? I never wanted to kill you, laddie. <laughs> I just heard there was gold in your belly. <laughs> what about uh, Willie's last line? Uh, I made a lot in software, and then I lost, lost it at the track. track. <laughs> <laughs> How much for this bill? $12. <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't do their wrap-ups. And uh, Queenie, you can go home now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give her a good home. And I... Uh, did. All right. Well, this episode will be joining other unanimous cubic zirconias, and I'm going to do that thing where I try and do them all in one breath. Okay. Good luck. But the general brush with greatness: Lisa's pony, flaming Mose, Homer at the bat, Homer the heretic, Lisa the beauty queen, Mister Plow, Marge versus the Morrowow, Cape Fear, Treehouse of Horror, four tr Boy Scouts in the Hood, Treehouse of Horror, five Grandpa Simpson versus Sexual Inadequacy, Homer the Great, Two Dozen and One Greyhounds, Lemon of Troy, Bart sells his own Homer at the Smithers. 22 short films about Springfield and the Cats to find out his brother from another series. Wow. That's like 27 now, I think. I like how we're soon going to kill you if we rank enough high. <laughs> <laughs> there we're were actually three bits playlist. where I was like, okay, breathe in. I'm like, oh, wait, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed I was going to let it slide. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that has been episode 61 of The Simpsons Index. Whoop, 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 whoop. Thank you very much tonight for joining me in the studio. Thank you, Danny. No, no. Thank you. And thank you, BT. You know what 61 rhymes with? Sticky buns. You better clean those fingers with a chucks. <laughs> And we'll go out this episode that, um, yes, if you have any cleaning needs. <laughs> I've flogged it enough. They're not even giving us a goddamn dime. <laughs> and that is all the mustard in the house. 
Don't you shit on his crumpets. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's mess, wipe it up with chucks. Thank you for checking out the Simpsons Index podcast. Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. And for today's extra content. All right, let's <coughs> do this. <laughs> you got in enough oxygen? Uh, for the next 30 seconds, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's annoying how you have to keep recharging on that. <laughs> it's such a shitty gameplay mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> Press X to... Oh, man. <gasps> I always wondered if, like, Doris the lunch lady would end up with, like, Boris the brunch man or something. <laughs> Give it time. Although she did. Brunch buddy Boris, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I was trying to read up on Ricky J. Oh, okay. But there's nothing I can tell you that doesn't take paragraphs with no punchlines at the end. Because Wikipedia doesn't write in choke format. <laughs> if only they wrote in note format. That's Wittypedia. <laughs> um. <laughs> Swish. <laughs> ah. Fun side effect of that is because my work is right next to a F45 gym, it keeps thinking that's where I am. So I keep getting ads <laughs> for like gym equipment. Because it assumes I'm there for like nine yeah. hours every day. You have been looking next to pretty, someone pretty buff lately. I have been standing, <laughs> I have been standing next to someone you've pretty been, buff lately. You've been getting a tan from their glow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. So there's that. And for some reason, my Facebook has been popping up with Milo Yiannopoulos coming to Sydney. I, the fuck would I want that for? <laughs> and then it's fun. You click on comments and everyone is like, what the fuck is this on my feed for? Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck my dick. What was the song called? Oh, yeah, there was a... That was what the song was called. <laughs> I, I remember it like it was tomorrow. Fuck my dick. What was that song called? See, that is your weirdest pickup line and yet it works. <laughs> my favorite one is, fuck me if I'm wrong, but is your name Gretchen? Um, <laughs> guys, thank you for joining me in the studio tonight for... This? <laughs> well, that's what we came for. <laughs> this. <laughs> Let's try that again. No, I think that was perfect. <laughs> number eight. 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 <laughs> it's the theme <laughs> from a summer's place. No, let him finish. From a summer's <laughs> place. It's the theme.